Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, LFA. Feel like a nerd. Welcome into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I really do, too. After last night, I think I got like a good month of nerd feel in my body. I, You know, all right, we'll get into it. First of all, how the hell are you? Come on into your hideout. Uh, you got to do one thing, though, and that's participate. And it's very simple. Pick up the phone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The AOL Instant Messenger is Real Radio Hideout. And the website is realradio.fm. Chunks, the radio bottom, is in northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., graduating from college. Congratulations to him. Maybe we'll chat with him at some point tonight. Um, Tommy Bateman. Is at the helms of the talk and roll controls, and answering your phones will be number intern number one and intern number two. So much to get to tonight, J-Dubs. Um, the hideout seven. Seven questions we hope to get answered before the end of the night. If ugly kids are less loved by their parents, then how were the members of the hideouts uh, loved as children? We will get into that at some point. Were we uh, really loved or were we not? We have created a couple of lists, just kind of going back, looking at our childhood, and we'll see whether or not our parents truly loved us. If it's true that fat mothers uh, have lazy children, then what else could be true about fat mothers? Why do American women want to look like Oprah? This has actually come out. Yeah, that uh, American women, the woman they most like to look like is Oprah, which is odd. Yes. Well, I don't know. We'll get into that also, too. Uh, is Jim Morrison alive? Um, what would we rather do than sit through episode three again? Where can you find the Revenge of the Sith online? And I guess we start right off the bat, J-Dub. Yeah. With what it was like seeing a midnight showing of Star Wars. This is our second time doing it together. We did it the... Uh, yeah. We did it last time in Lansing. Yeah. When I guess it was episode two or Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So last night, Dubs, myself, Tuttle, Chunks, um, SBK, Jimmy D, we all roll out to the Altamont Springs Mall and watch Revenge of the Sith. Now, here's the thing. Showing's at 11. Movie doesn't start till 12.01. So I'm sitting here watching the Maverick game. I'm like, you guys, you guys go, you save seats. I'll meet you in a little bit. Because i got to finish watching this Maverick game. How'd that I work out for you? I love the Dallas Mavericks. But there was even a point in the fourth quarter with about six minutes left where it was still a game, by the way, Mavs lost, where I was like, you know what, i got to go. I cannot miss the beginning of the Revenge of the Sith. I'm glad you did because if we would have waited any longer, you wouldn't have had a seat near us. With, we're, all right, so that's the first thing is you guys saving seats because yeah. you got there before me. 
How much trouble was it to save eight seats? It was a lot of trouble, and the funny thing is Jimmy D was there saving our seat at about 1045. So he was there really early with uh, all these seats where he was telling people, hey, you can't sit there, I, uh, I'm saving these. So when we get out there, they had the uh, ushers keep on going up in front of the crowd and saying, if there's any open seats next to you, squeeze in so we can uh, get more seats on the edge. Really? Yeah. And uh, I had so many people come up to me, hey, is anybody sitting here? Is anybody sitting here? And I had to keep on saying, yeah, he's at the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. Oh, uh, so you were lying. When yeah. Actually, I'm sitting there I'm watching the Maverick game. Yeah, I can't say. No, he's not here yet. So, all right, well, that's actually a good lie. Good lie on your part. He's hey, in I'm, the bathroom, I'm, or, yeah, he's, and he's, he, or he's getting food or something like that. And it's a, it's a feasible uh, kind of Scenario. excuse because the lines for everything were so long, the bathroom and the food. It was a long wait for everything. Well, I, when I end up getting there, I end up showing up, and... I am so thirsty for some reason, and um, there's no way that I'm going to be able to go through a three-hour movie and not have anything to drink. And Erica, the promotions goddess, also went. So we went back out to the lines, and this is about 10:40 or 11:45, 15 minutes till the movie's supposed to start. And the line, every single aisle was open, mm-hmm. and there were at least 10 to 12 people in every single line, maybe even 15 people at the concession stand. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's no way I'm waiting in this line for water. Because for some reason they had the um, the little machines where you can get soda machines. They were shut down? They were shut down. So this is what I told Erica, the promotions goddess. You can see a picture of her on realradio.fm. She's gorgeous. And I go, why don't you do this? We're here at the Gathering of Nerds. Why don't you go find someone near the front of the line, a dude who is dressed up, and say, hey, I... Uh, I really need some water. Do you mind buying me a couple of waters and popcorn, and I'll give you this money, and you can uh, you can keep the change. And it worked beautifully. Oh, she, yeah. She goes right up to the front of the line and, and does, does that whole scene. She bats her eyelashes like a pretty girl does, and the dork just fell for it, thinking, wow, this, girl, it up. this girl's going to sit next to me all night long at Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Was it Chunks? No, it wasn't Chunks. And another funny thing about Erica was she wasn't supposed to be in our theater for the movie. She was supposed to be in the theater next to us, and she just kind of, you know, did the same thing with the usher, just kind of batted her eyes, showed the ticket, but had the the number of the theater covered up with her finger. It's so amazing, first of all, what hot chicks get. But then secondly, and then she grabs the water, and, and when she gets everything and she turns back, and she gives me the big old thumbs up, and the look on that dork's face, he was devastated because <laughs> he thought that he was going to be sitting next to this hot chick when in reality, you know, she ended up getting her dude friend uh, a water and popcorn. And so I just thought um, that was great because we were able to manipulate the situation. So anyway, I was sitting there, and it turns out, God, we're, you're held captive in these movie theaters mm-hmm. now, and it's 15 minutes of commercials 15 minutes of previews. Did you check to see what time it actually started, the movie actually started? I thought the movie didn't start till. wow, it was like 12.20, wasn't it? 12.27. And it was actually it was set to start at 12.01. Yeah, the ticket says 
we uh, we didn't actually get into Star Wars till about 12:27. All right, maybe we deserve this because we went and we saw it on opening night, but we work nights, so for us it's like going to the movies after work. Yeah, I mean it. It's one of the few times where you can go do something normal after work when you're doing the shift. Right, exactly. So we go to the movie theater, and we're sitting in there, and I just forgot what it was like to be at an opening night of a of a movie like Star Wars. Now, I'm not here necessarily to bash the Star Wars fans. But we will. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm serious. When you are... When you were getting dressed to go out, and you were putting on your your Jedi robe, and you're getting your lightsaber that you got from 7-Eleven. Saber. Whatever. And you're walking around, and you're having fights in the aisles, and you're 32. <laughs> what are you thinking? There's certain rules. Thinking you're gonna have a fun night. That's what they're thinking. No, there's certain rules. I think about life. D- Dubs, did you go to a lot of baseball games growing up? I went to quite a few. Yeah, uh, we went to uh, we had the uh, Detroit Tigers not very far away, and it was a pretty cheap ticket, so we went quite a bit. At what time in your life did you stop taking a baseball glove? When I was eight. There's a point in your life where you realize, you know what? I don't want to look like the douche walking around with the baseball glove. If I'm going to catch a foul ball, I'll be a man and catch it with my hands. You know, if it was a little kid walking in there with an outfit on, I would not say a word. If like if like the new Shrek movie was coming out and he wanted to go there dressed as Donkey, if you're eight or under, God bless you. But once you this. get a little older, you can't do it. I'll say this, ten. Ten and under. Yeah, ten. Once you get in the double digits, though, you're done. And especially if you're uh, anywhere near your 20s and 30s. And 40s. And the collection of people that we saw, it was worth it. The people watching, to me, was better than go than the actual movie. Because we have comments. Oh, we have comments galore about the movie. Absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt. But I'll tell you this. Afterwards, we're all standing around smoking. Mm-hmm. And people are having their lightsaber fights. Talking about how great it was. And the dressed-up Jedis are doing the little hand trick, and their friends are falling backwards. And then Dubs yells in the middle of this, Lucas raped us again! Now that was... I I meant it. That that wasn't something where I was trying to get attention. I was just legitimately just pissed at that point. That was a little uncalled for. It was, but it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to make everybody laugh here. I didn't even think about it. I just yelled it. Your frustration just went through the roof. Yeah. Let me ask you, these same people that go and they get dressed up for Star Wars, do you wear shoulder pads to the Predators games? Well, if you're a, uh, if you're a Raiders fan, you do. Yeah, and look how everybody, yeah, everybody respects Raider fan. The black hole, man. Come on. I just want... What's what's with that that transcends into both? Because you'll always see a lot of Darth Vader dressers uh, at the uh, Raiders game, too. I don't know. Because they're wearing black. I think it's just something about Oakland. But I just wonder. And in fact, where's where's intern number one? He also went to the Altamont Springs Mall to watch the movie theater. To watch the movie. And you asked me a question. 
And I'd like you to ask this question on the air. I asked you if you were in the theater with the Boba Fett. What's the Boba Fett? The Boba Fett would be the bounty hunter from Star Wars. <laughs> he was actually there last night. Just the mere fact that you have to ask that question. Were you in the theater with the Boba Fett? No. Thank God. Do you think Boba Fett got laid? Undoubtedly. Now, did you see... <laughs> Did you see how many hot chicks were being dragged around by their, I guess, dork IT boyfriends who oh, probably yeah. make a lot of money? Yeah, I saw a lot. There was actually some good-looking girls there, but you could tell they were miserable. They were just like, wow, I I would never do this in high school. What happened to me? I'm 23 at opening night of Star Wars. I remember five years ago I was a cheerleader and we were goofing on all these dorks. Now, now I'm, I'm dating one of them. Was it like this for you, number two? You went to where? Where'd you end up going? Number two, where did you go? Enter number two. What happened? Well, she didn't have headphones? It's part of the job. Bring headphones. <laughs> did, did you have... Where did you go? Winter Park? Winter Park. What happened? Was it the same thing there? Um, there was these two little boys, and they were dressed as Jedi's. They had been like six or seven, and everyone was like ooing and on over them. They were real cute little boys, and then you looked up, and their parents were dressed up as well, oh. and it was ridiculous. And everyone kept making fun those of their kids are gonna grow up to hate their parents. <laughs> now I gotta ask though, is it wrong for us to pick on them? What the kids? No, the the, the grown up people. No, you know it's not wrong because there's no reason for it. You're going to a movie. You wouldn't go, you know, to any other movie dressed up. Why would you go to this one? Has it reached the point, Star Wars, of Rocky Horror? I, in a way, I mean, but it's more mainstream. All right. Penguin says, I think people should be able to do whatever they want as long as I can throw produce at them. <laughs> or any organic material. And that's true. But they have to go to expect that, you know? you got to realize that you're going to just get... But... Do you in any way envy the people who have no care or regard at all for what people are saying about them? No, because normally they do, but for some odd reason, they don't care about this. They care just completely about George Lucas and giving him more money. Right. By buying these stupid robes and masks. And as a kid, man, I love this stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had, when I was a kid, I went to, uh, I went trick-or-treating as Darth Vader a few times, and all that kind of stuff, but... Dork. I was, come on, I was like six or seven. Lay off. But if I ever did it now, I, I mean, I would expect to get my ass kicked. Alright, let's take a break, we'll come back, and get the show started. Looks like we got some buddies here, too, I don't know what that's about, some guys hanging out as well. We'll take a quick break, we'll come back. Apparently, you can get the movie online already, J-Dubs. Nice. And we're going to tell you where you can go get it uh, next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. On your singular wireless phones. Last night, we, uh, I guess it was, what, midnight? We went to go see the the showing of uh, Star Wars at the Altamont Springs Mall. Yeah. And um, uh, you'll be able to tell in a second when we thought of the movie. But uh, first, I want to say hello to a couple of buddies um, who swung by from the Orlando Ale House. Brian 
and uh, and Chummer. Chummer first. How you doing, man? Thanks, brother. Um, what'd you bring us? You're hooking us up, right? Did you bring us? You brought us some food. Hey, what's up? Uh, brought you wings. Zingers, which are uh, boneless chicken wings. Nice. Sourcement of sauces, uh, like a triple-layered nacho, and right. then a uh, like a signature dessert that we bake in-house, which is a uh, Captain Jack's, which is a three-layer ice cream cake. Oh, this is nice. Ah, the way we wanted to be treated when we came down to Central Florida, J-Dubs. I love ice cream cake. Food? Ah, uh, yeah, please. Absolutely. And always, dessert is always included in it, the meal. It's so always part of the meal. I'm glad. Uh, it's something we learned from our buddy, Ron Bennington. So, absolutely. Well, we appreciate this. Where's the Orlando... Uh, Ale House at? Where are you guys at? Uh, we actually have eight in Orlando. Uh, Brian and I work out the one in uh, Seminole Town Center Mall out in Sanford. All right, guys. Hey, I really appreciate you guys swinging this stuff by, man. It's very nice. You got a website or anything? Uh, actually, yes, we do. It's uh, www.alehouseinc.com. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys, for swinging that stuff by. Chummer and uh, Brian from the uh, Orlando Ale House bringing us by some food, J-Dubs. That way we're pure. Did we get any ale? I don't think we actually got ale. Ah. Uh, thank you, buddies, for bringing that stuff in. It was very nice of you guys. Um, and that was the other thing, too, is that I was so hungry going to see Star Wars last night. But I, uh, I got some of that popcorn, but I didn't, I didn't end up getting any of the movie food. And now I'm finding out you can get this Star Wars movie online. So you could just watch it from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, you can buy your own popcorn and Sour Patch Kids and enjoy yourself at home. This has been all over um, the headlines that the final chapter of the Star Wars saga, already on the Internet's quote-unquote dark side, uh, Revenge of the Sith has been leaked onto the major file-sharing networks Good. just after opening in theaters. And this is especially at a time where uh, Hollywood is increasingly concerned about online privacy. Now, Dubs, where do you stand on bootlegging? Um movies, uh, radio shows, music. I think it depends. I'm like, you know, like a movie that's in theaters, I think it, it, there's a problem there if that stuff's getting on the Internet and people are taking that for free. But once it goes on to video, I think it's fair game. Anytime you can take it at home and copy it and give it to your friend, that, you know, it's not as serious of an offense as it is when it's in theaters. Now, is there... How do they do these? I remember seeing one episode of Seinfeld where I guess Kramer was doing this, where he walks in with a video camera, video camera, and like has to hold it still. I mean, is that the way you watch it? A lot of people, a lot of times, they'll do that, and sometimes you know you'll find a that like some people that work at theaters can find a way to dub off whatever movie they have there and then throw it on the internet. I wonder if that might, if you get a lot of money that way. Do you ever feel guilty? Watching something that you're not supposed to when it's like bootlegged? No, not at all. I, you know, if it's something that I'm saving ten bucks on, I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. I actually saw the Born Supremacy that way. My mom had it uh, in Houston, and I was like, I wouldn't watch it anyway. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm not going. I wouldn't go spend the money to see this. So at least maybe I'll watch it, and if I like it, I'll talk about it and convince somebody else to go out and see it. But the Born Supremacy was one that, and it was real. And that's the other thing, too, about the bootlegs, that it's usually real crappy quality, so there's not a real reason to sit there and watch it. Well, that, that's why you don't pay for a bootleg, you know, because you gotta it's, it's bad quality anyway. Why are you going to pay for it? But I found myself getting frustrated. I was like, son of a bitch. I want to watch. I mean, you know, can someone turn on the lights in the theater or something, or turn down the lights so I can be able to see what's going on with Matt Damon here in the Born Supremacy? That was a blessing for you. 
Actually, it ended up turning out to be one because it was an awful movie. But apparently you can get now The Revenge of the Sith on some of these different websites around. And we actually have the list of them right here. Um, you can get Revenge of the Sith. You may even want to jot these down if you want to. Uh, www.thisscriptsucksandtheactingisworse.com You may want to check that. You can also find it at www.evensamuelljacksonsuckedinthismovie.net. Now, what's odd about that is that I love Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he's great. As an actor. I think he is immensely talented. And he was awful in this movie. Just awful. TubGirlIsHotterThanNataliePortman.com is a place that you may be able to download. By the way, only over 18. Yeah. You can also find it at www.cringemovie.net. How about www.neverbeforeassomethingsohackreceivedsomuchhype.fm? I don't know. I think each and every uh, Star Wars before that got just as much hype. Ironically, there's a website there where you can get it. Uh, www.the first two were horrendous, but this one was just awful.com. You may be able to download The Revenge of the Sith there. How about www.watchthisifyoureyeswantobleed.net? The CGI, which I guess is what people are supposed to be impressed with. Like, this was the big thing for Lucas back in the 70s and early 80s because it was so new and it looked so cool. But I had a headache. Yeah, I, I definitely had a headache afterwards. And you know what? The CGI, I'm over it now. I've seen enough movies with the CGI, I don't get impressed with it anymore. Forgive me if I want to see real people. Forgive me if I want to see acting along with my CGI. Forgive me if I want to see... uh... If you're going to CGI, CGI Natalie Portman to make her look better. Because she looked terrible in this movie, and she's a cute girl. You think so? I think she's a very cute girl. She was so hot in, um, what is that, Empire Gardens or Garden State or something? Garden State. I was going to say The Professional. I didn't see The Professional. Oh, it came out like 1990. Oh, crap. What was it? <laughs> Thank you. You could tell back then. Yeah, so. he, he, she had potential. The, she, actually, the whole thing is that there's like scenes where the guy is sort of like almost... At first, he doesn't know whether to kill her or um, like, you know, make out with her. All right, people are sending me. I'm downloading it right now off of www.thevideogamewasbetter.tk. And absolutely... Because Chunks beat the video game. He was very excited about the movie after playing the video game because it looked really cool on the video game. And the odd thing about the video game for The Revenge of the Sith is that it had this really bad dialogue. And I'm like, oh, this video game dialogue. No. It was the It movie. was taken from the movie. There's there was this one part of the movie where uh, Anakin and uh, Natalie Portman, Portman were talking. And I love you. No, I love you more. No, I love, I love you. you. I love you more. And you're just like, what is this? What is deal with this? I want everybody, if they go, listen for the Wookiee swinging and doing the tar, uh, the Tarzan call. And it's can, ridiculous. And by the way, not to ruin it for you, but Anakin turns into Darth Vader. No. I didn't know if you know that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, the movie sucked. Don't mean to spoil your movie-going experience, but a blue. What it's what's odd is that there are so many people who are talking about how great it was. Remember when uh, Spielberg said he had a tear in his eye after watching it because it was so beautiful? I cried because I lost 8.50 in two and a half hours. 
That's why I was crying. God, rather pay it after you get beaten with a stick. Oh, I've got a list. I've there's stuff that I would rather do than sit through that movie again. I'll tell you that next. Jocelyn, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Jocelyn. Hey. What's going on? Well, my son's in the military, and he's in Korea for a year. And he said that, I'm talking about the bootlegging movies, and he said that um, the Koreans actually come to the United States, go to the, you know, the previews when they release it to just a certain amount of people to see the movie before it gets released to the public. Right. They would send people down to the United States. to. They would actually sit in the theater and film it with just a camera in the theater. Because my son said one time he was watching it, and this guy got up and walked in front of the camera and left yeah. the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so they're, just, they're just sending people out just to sit in, sit in the preliminary release to film the movie for bootlegs. You know, it's funny. If you're watching these bootlegs, you can Thank hear you, people Justin. coughing and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you you go you're watching this movie at home, but you're still getting the annoying experience from going to a theater. All right, someone else is telling me they're downloading it now uh, at www.jarjarlovesd.org. And they still had to throw Jar Jar in this one. Jar Jar didn't have any talking parts, any speaking roles, but he was still walking around in there, and he cringed every time he saw the little bastard. Let me tell you why I'm so disappointed. Because of the hype. We bought into the hype, Jim. Yes, we did. We added to the hype machine. We were loving it. That was. We were so excited. That was. And I feel like we got uh, hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray. I don't think so. I think we should have known better. Take a break and we'll come back. I blame myself. I blame you, too. You know who I blame? Who? Jimmy D. Yeah, he was uh, he was leading us into the darkness. Come on, guys. It'll be fun. Okay, sure. It'll be a fun little group outing. Did SBK even stay awake? You were sitting next to him. I think so. He was laughing just at the cheesiness of it. We were all laughing. At and one the point, people who clap for Yoda, why? Why? I I would give you a prize if you can justify to me why you would clap for Yoda uh, fighting. Why would you clap at a movie, period? You aren't going to get a better performance out of them. They aren't going to be any better for you. They aren't going to appreciate it. Please, I'd have been clapping all night. Do better. Do better, Anakin. Do better. It's like watching Ashton Kutcher become Darth Vader. Just settle down. You're an actor. Do another take. You yeah. don't have to do it all in one take. Just stop. Can you please roll again? <laughs> oh, it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, and that is Dubs. 407 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's we, how to get a hold of us. We went to the midnight showing of Star Wars last night, and we were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's available on the Internet. We gave you a few websites to go to. Download it. Have fun. If that's what you desire. It's illegal, so, you know. I want you to download it, put it on a CD, and break the CD. You'll have more fun doing that. That's for sure. And it's a better use of your time. Man. How disappointing. And I was asking, why clap for Yoda? I'm begging of you. Why why, why clap for Yoda? And if you can give a legitimate reason why we would say, oh, yeah, that's right, we'll give you a prize. And I'll be open-minded. Yeah. 
I know. I'm willing to. I want to know why it is. Is it because he's little and he's green and he kicks ass? I guess so. I mean, maybe he's the uh, size and stature wise, he's the underdog. People like midgets. But he's a mental giant. Please, he didn't even know how to talk correctly. <laughs> yeah, he's got dyslexia. For some reason, Yoda has dyslexia, but he can lift stuff with his mind. Talks like the president. Why am I clapping for that? Rob, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, dude? Hey, got a reason for you to clap for Yoda. Mm-hmm. Why? You'll never have to see him again. No. <laughs> and you know why? That's absolutely not true, because I see him on all the commercials trying to take soda. I see him uh, when the uh, when the DVD comes out. We're going to see him all over the place. And also, you're going to be able to see him when uh, George Lucas releases the TV show that he plans to. Yeah, so Rob... Pl- TV show? Yeah, plans on doing a Star Wars TV show. It was a oh, good God. try, Rob, but uh, I'm sorry. That's just not correct. It will not be the last time. By the way, you know what's odd, too? My grandmother has Yoda hair. What do you mean? I just sh- like uh, balding? Balding, gray strands of nothing. That's my grandmother's hair. Isn't that just like one of the most sad things when a woman goes bald? I hate to see that. I grew up with it, so it's not even like it's something that's too far-fetched for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a thing of, hey, I, I can't believe that's happening. It's just, it's really sad to me. Because at one time, she had a nice hair where she could do her bangs up, and now she has no hair left at all. I swear to you, my mother has as much hair as, or grandmother, as much hair as Homer Simpson. I mean, I, Does she wear a wig or anything? Did she, she try to cover to. it? She used to. Doesn't anymore. In fact, I, we actually used to call her Yoda because she's small. She's a tiny woman. She's like 4'9". She's not a midget. She's just a tiny Mexican woman. Well, yeah, and uh, the age will make you kind of slump over as well. Do you think she went bald from washing her hair with douche? All right, that's the wrong grandmother. Oh, I thought and that you was wa- you, actually. And you want me to tell that story, don't you? What story? Yep. All right. One time when I was growing up in Midland, Texas, staying at my grandparents' place, um, I hated to take showers or baths, as most children growing up mm-hmm. do. And I go in there, and I uh, take a shower. And you know afterwards, whenever you, you get done taking a shower, your mom's like, you didn't take a shower. And, and like, she no. feels your hair and whatever? Yeah, and I'm like, no, I swear, I took a shower. She goes, how could you took a, take a shower when there's no shampoo in there? And I'm like, like hell there isn't. There's shampoo right there. Look at the blue bottle. And she brought it out. And it was like a family reunion, like Thanksgiving time. Brought it out. Didn't even tell me face-to-face what I had done. Announces to the family, my son just washes hair with Walita's douche. And How mortifying was that? I didn't. It didn't really register with me what had happened because everyone busts out laughing, you know, and then talking in Spanglish to each other, pointing and laughing and goofing on me. Well, know, that was just because you uh, ate half the turkey. Stop. And then eventually one of my female cousins uh, comes up and tells me. What douche actually is? And then it's at that point that I'm mortified. <laughs> and I go back into the bathroom. Why, why is that in her shower? And begin scrubbing on my head, trying to cleanse myself. Why was that in her shower? I don't get it. Why would she have that just sitting in there? Oh, you want to call her? She doesn't speak English. No, I'm just wondering if you know why she... I I lived with uh, my sister and my mom all the way uh, growing up, and they never kept the douche in the uh, in the bathtub area. Please. 
They put a nice little box around it and put it in the cupboard. Superman, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, how you doing? What's up? I want to let you guys know why I clap for Yoda. Why? Yoda's my savior. I got laid last night for the first time in my whole life. Shut up. My girl was tingling when she saw Yoda fight. I'd beat it. No, you're lying she wasn't. You're lying. Any girl who's tingling off the watching Yoda fight has issues. Yeah, she has to be a winner. <laughs> now you can't just generalize like that. I will, though. I haven't heard a convincing uh, argument for why you clap for Yoda. Why you clap at a movie theater? Have you ever clapped at a movie theater? No. You know when I've clapped? Once when it's like a knee-slapping laugh. You know, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> how, about like, uh, how about documentaries or something? Do you, do, no. you, do you clap at the end of that? Like Fahrenheit 9-11, you didn't clap at the end of that? I didn't. Cl- I loved Fahrenheit 9-11, but I didn't clap at the end of that. What mm-hmm. are we going to do? Like Michael Moore sitting there? I'm going to clap for him? What if the uh, director was in the theater? Like if, if you were at something where he was showing yes. the movie? That's fine. Because anyone... you're clapping for him, not the... Not, not the uh... Here's where it's acceptable. Here's what would have won you a prize. Yoda was in the movie theater. That's why I clapped. Okay, yeah, you can... Yeah, I guess if you're clapping to the person and not the screen, that's fine. If the if if George Lucas was there, and that's why you clapped, then okay. Me personally, I'd ask for my eight fifty. Yeah, I'd have him write me a check. Actually, a check for the last three. And an IOU for a time machine, so I could go back in time and get those two and a half hours back. Yeah, that's what I'm more concerned about. Maybe I uh, George Lucas note saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be late for work." Because I stayed up a little late watching this crappy movie. I stayed Did up you for... bring your Lucas note? Yes, I got it right here. I stayed up for another two and a half hours pissed that I lost the, that two and a half hours. So altogether, you lost five hours of uh, I didn't get quality to bed. time. I didn't get to bed till five o'clock. That's how much you were stewing over it? Absolutely. The best thing was is I was sleeping on the couch, and then he comes in at like 4.30 or something, and he goes, That sucked. And I go, I go, what? What sucked? Like, that movie. That's awful. What, that's what I told my girlfriend, too, when it came in. Worst thing ever. If I ever try to go see a George Lucas movie again, please just kick me in the crotch with stiletto heels. That's all I want. I say we do that tonight anyway. No. There's no chunks, so it's your turn. Why is it my turn? It's your turn now. I already did a stunt. A. Fine. Okay, you're getting kicked, then. Tonight on the hideout. Come kick me in the junk. Okay. Try to forget the, uh... No, 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 I was just kidding. Trying to forget the pain of, uh... Episode 3. I know, I was hurting so bad, I was just slamming my junk in a car door. Trying to forget it. And you know what? My head hurt more. Even after all that. Damn the Wookiees. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But it sucked. <laughs> Nick, you're in the hideout. Hello? What's up, dude? What's up, homies? Yo. Hey, I love the show, y'all. Thanks, Thank you. Um, I have the, the ultimate reason why we need to clap for Yoda. Why? Because we know that we have the larger and prettiest unit out of the two. Okay, that is true. I am uh, a lot more endowed than a Yoda is. I doubt it. You ain't lying, man. There are times I'm sitting there, I'm looking in the mirror in the bathroom after I get out, and I'm like, please. This is one of those jokes he plays, huh? <laughs> this big man with this... And for some reason, yours kind of looks like Yoda because it's green. Stop. That was supposed to be a secret we were going to keep in D.C. 
Sits, you're in the hideout? Yeah, hey, El Jefe, J-Dub. What's, What's up, man? What's up, man? Hey, I got two things for you. Uh-huh. One, I got a reason you can clap for Yoda. Why? Uh, because he's taller than Patrick Bateman. Tommy Bateman? Tommy Bateman, whatever. Uh, hey, good one. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's just true. Hey, J-Dub. Yeah. I can help you forget the movie. How? Bow Wow News Hounds. Oh, nice. Bow Wow News Hounds. That's a call back to the D.C. days. Dubs, we'll take a break and we'll come back. And uh, more of the hideout. I guess we'll move on from the Star Wars talk. But it is the biggest thing in the universe right now. Look look up a figure. I thought I saw something where there were going to be millions of dollars lost uh, today because people calling in sick. Well, and it's uh, it's on pace right now to be the biggest opening weekend of a movie ever. And, you know, I heard so many people as we were walking out of the movie theater going, i got to be at work in three hours. I heard a lot of people saying, hey, i got tickets for tomorrow. A lot of people are going two nights in a row, three nights in a row. I'll tell you what I'd rather do. And then see that movie again next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Uh, I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. Uh, El Hefe, WTKS.com. Uh, J-Dubs at WTKS.com. We were um, talking about, I guess, the movie, Star Wars. And by the way, this is on the front page of like every internet quote-unquote news site that Revenge of the Sith has been leaked on the internet. And I'm getting some more places where you can find it. Um, www.cancerwillfindlucas.com www.mywifeandchildrencrybecauseimafortyfiveyearoldstormtrooper.net I gotta admit though, the stormtrooper outfits are kind of cool, a little bit. www.ipaidforwhat.org <laughs> and finally www.melbrooksdidittbetter.com. With uh, spaceballs, yes, spaceballs was great. Absolutely, that was a quality movie. I miss the old days. What happened to those spoof kind of movies? I think uh, the Naked Gun series killed them. No, After I... that, they all fell off. That and the scary movie stuff. Yeah, the scary movie stuff was... Like, oh. the first one was good. I thought that was funny. The next two were just terrible. Toby sent me something about... He actually found a DVD of uh, Revenge of the Sith, like, laying around. And it was like a studio work print. He sent me this long email. Apparently, yeah. he, he knows what he's talking about. He's using a lot of big words, so I guess he's a movie guy. The one thing that I did learn in the Revenge of the Sith, the Sith, essentially, they're Republicans, and Jedis are Democrats. That's what I got out of it. Because the Sith only look inward. They only care about themselves. Why was I cheering for the Sith last night, Ben? I really was. I was I was hoping that, you know, Samuel L. Jackson would die. Maybe it was just because the acting was so terrible and I didn't want to see those characters anymore. But I was really hoping the Sith would uh, defeat the Jedi quicker than they did. And, um, and you know, I don't know. You had to give it away. Seems like you spoiled the movie. Me? You may as well have just said that Anakin becomes Darth Vader. No, I didn't go that far. Oops. 
All right, people are telling me things they'd rather do than see Star Wars. What's that? Uh, have J-Dubs recite anything from Hamlet. <laughs> I'm a, I'd be a great actor. How about we do that? J-Dubs Theater. And just a quick 30-second monologue from various plays. Maybe sometime in the future. Tomorrow. Okay. Absolutely, that's a Friday night fun. That's, that's as far as I look ahead anyway, so that's future to me. Things I'd rather do than sit through episode three again? Yeah. Attend my little sister's abortion. Did she have another one? Shh, family secret. Mm. You know, speaking of abortion, Come on. I felt like I, should, I shouldn't have been in that movie theater watching it. I felt like I should have been circling the block waiting for my girlfriend to be coming out of that movie like it was an abortion. But anyway, what else wouldn't you rather do? Uh, would you rather do than watch that movie again? Uh, clean your hemorrhoids. Actually, it's kind of fun. It seems you, like- you make a game out of it. It's like Hungry Hungry Hippos. I hear the graphics are insane. Oh, yeah. It's coming right at you. You know what I'd rather do? Hmm. Listen to the O'Reilly Factor. Or even no watch, spin zone. Or even watch Bill O'Reilly's mm. television show? No, I think he needs some CGI. I'd rather become a Republican than watch that movie again. Really? <laughs> I'd rather spend all my money on his uh, crappy gift shop on his website. <laughs> you want some doormats? The spin stops here, and so do your dirty feet. I'd rather stare at a dog's red rocket for two and a half hours. That actually is entertainment. Then do that. Then sit through that again. But hey, look, that's just me. You know, I would. Uh, I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I'd say uh, I'd rather be Chunks' friend. No. Yeah, you're right. I'd I'll watch that thing ten times over if I never to see that bastard again. I'd rather be a Republican than Chunks' friend. <laughs> I'd rather be one of the Sith. All right, J-Dubs, enough about Star Wars. Thank you. All right, I'm sorry, but you know. It's you know what? It's the George Lucas, I want this hour back, too. I want this hour of radio back you that always, we spent talking about how terrible that movie was. You owe us three and a half hours of our life now. Um, hour of show prep, too, of thinking about how bad that movie was. Thinking about how much we hated your flick. <clears throat> I don't get it, though, man. There are so many people telling me they're loving it. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. I've heard people say, well, it sounded good. Yeah, that's what the promotion's got to said. I'm not going to focus on the uh, the surround sound of something. What, so does an audio book. Go rent an audio book, then. Go to a movie. Because it sounds good. By the way, thanks to the guys from the Orlando Ale House. Yeah, those nachos are great. All the food back there. You guys eating? Everybody back there eating? Making sure they're Yeah, come on food? back. There's enough to feed an army. Um, of course, on the day that Chunks isn't here, we get free food. That's Chunks' luck. Well, that's the thing. You'd need uh, enough to feed an army to get him. You know, he's a small army in himself. Dubs, we'll take a break, and we'll come back. We'll get this show started. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It is your Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. And uh, we are merely the hosts. So come on in, 407-916-1041. 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. That is Dubs. And I am El Jefe. Are we done with Star Wars? Yes. Forever. You know what I had to do? Chunks is out of town. He's graduated from college. Remind me to pick up his Revenge of the Sith video game so we can break it tomorrow. Oh, yeah, here. definitely. I already beat it. What does he need it for? I'm sure he won't mind. 
Actually, I still have the, my ticket stub from last night. And? I think we should send it to whatever George Lucas or whatever uh, we can and try to get our money back for it. Nah, please. Like that would happen. Absolutely not. I mean, you could try. You can do whatever you want, but I just don't see it happening. I'm going to do it. Well, good for you for being proactive. I'm going to fire off a letter. I'm glad out of all the things going on in the world, this is the one that's convinced you you need to start getting involved and write a letter. Well, this is the only thing that affects me directly. None of the politics affect me directly. You know, that's just kind of stuff going on that makes you mad that other people are in trouble, but it doesn't have anything to do with me. But I'm actually out 850. Yeah. Who cares if people are dying overseas? I'm out 850. Stop. You didn't mean that. And by the way, there are, joke. there are some people who believe that. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. By the way, congratulations to Tommy Bateman, who got his own apartment finally. And uh, he and Chunks will be living together, shacking up. Are you excited about that, Tommy Betts? What? Are you... <laughs> <laughs> are you ex- Tommy Gunn. <laughs> are you excited about Chunks living with you? Um... Well, actually, I actually know he's responsible with paying his rent and everything, and we have, like, separate bathrooms, so I'm not too worried about it. Now, do you have anything? Because you came down to live in my apartment essentially with your dog and a couple of boxes. Same thing with Chunks. Um, no, I have absolutely nothing. I have some stuff coming, but, like, I don't have, like, a... a I don't have, like, a couch or, like, anything to sit on. I'm actually going to take a folding chair. You know what you should invest in? What I did when I first moved to D.C. and had nothing... Inflatable furniture. What? Really? Yeah. I mean, if you have nothing, it's the perfect... Uh, it's only 20 bucks for a big chair, and it's great. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, you, now, you actually went out today, and you were like, dude, I ended up start dropping a lot of money, because there's so much stuff you don't think about needing whenever you move to a new place. Yeah, when you first move into some place, you spend a lot of money on basically nothing. Yeah, like, uh, I have, like, silverware and that type of stuff coming, but, like, right now I have nothing, so I'd basically be eating with my hands otherwise. So I had to, like, go out and buy stuff, and then I was like, oh, I still got to get, like, detergent and, like, dishwasher you, detergent. If you need to eat with your hands, get stuff from the alehouse. Yeah, oh, yeah. All that stuff's finger food. It's I great. Was, I was eating back there. It's great. But you know what I love to do? What I'll do is I'll go to, a, you know, a fast food joint where they have the free silverware, and I can't tell you how many times... I've grabbed bags full of sporks, and that way I don't have to have a fork or a spoon. I've got a spork, and I've lived off of sporks, and now certain places that make mistakes, too, is where they have the cups Mm -hmm. also, and so I get like, you know, maybe my whole kitchen is decorated by Subway or Popeyes or something. You know what's great? Uh, The uh, Boston Market black silverware. Oh, yeah, it's quality silverware. Yeah. Listen to us. It's so sad. But it's true. When you're in radio, for a while, you have to figure out different ways. But think about it. Who needs silverware? When it really comes down to... Anybody needs to eat? No. Why would you need silverware? You need at least a steak knife if you're going to have a steak. No, that's why you get one of those fancy knives from the market. From the Boston market. Oh, yeah. They have their their, uh, their butter knives they have. They're actually pretty rigid. Mm Mm-hmm. So you could cut. To me, uh, silverware is one of those unnecessary things. You know what else is unnecessary whenever you're moving into a place? What? Shower curtain. You're living alone, or you're living with chunks, but you got separate bathrooms? Yeah, so it's not a big deal. You don't I'm, need a shower curtain. I uh, bought one of those. Why? 
because uh, I figured you don't want to get... see you don't want to see yourself in the mirror. No, actually, I like to do that, but um, no, I don't want to get water everywhere. That's not gonna keep water from getting everywhere. Or you angle it toward the wall. What? Yeah. Yeah, you just you point it over towards the wall and you won't get water everywhere. Or you take a bath. Sounds um uh, no, I'm not gay. There's, what's the, what's just, gay about a bath? I love baths. There's nothing. That's because you have hemorrhoids. Yeah, it's true. When I when I have hemorrhoids, the bath is my best friend. I'll stay in there for hours. You're like a girl with a yeast infection. <laughs> I really am. Like ah, oh, soothing. It takes the burn away. <laughs> You know this cast so well. <laughs> What's some other stuff around your apartment you think about? Because if you just think about how much just unnecessary garbage you have sitting in your apartment, like things you would have to have, microwave, gotta yeah. have one of those. I don't even think you necessarily need a stove anymore, but a microwave, yes. I finally uh, buckled. I, I finally just you know buckled and bought a microwave because my last apartment didn't have a microwave, and thank God this apartment didn't have one either. So I got to keep my you know what else is useless that I ended up spending 50 bucks on? What's that? A sandwich maker. A sandwich maker? Yes. What's that? A Your sa- hands? No. <laughs> What's uh, a sandwich maker? A sandwich maker is you get the sa- you already make the sandwich, mm-hmm. but you put it into this thing, Oh, and, and you put it down. It's like a foreman, but for sandwiches? I think it heats up, but more than anything, it cuts it into those little yeah. squares. Yeah, it's a, it's a snackster. They're little triangles. That's what they call the snackster. And I'm looking at this thing, and I used it once after I got it for a grilled cheese, and it was so hard to clean up, I'm like... Pfft. You spent 50 bucks on that? Yes. You can find them for like 10 bucks at Walmart. Well, now you tell me. Thank you. You know what they have at Walmart that I really want to get? What? The quesadilla maker. I love that thing, and I haven't even used it. I see it every time, and I lick my lips. I'm like, one day, that quesadilla maker is going to be mine. Make yourself a quesadilla. Goddamn right. Well, you, you, you don't even like Mexican food, do you? I love Mexican food. That's my favorite thing to go out and get. Do you know what else could be a quesadilla maker? What? A microwave. No, this thing actually, like, you know, it, it cooks the uh, the tortillas for you and everything. Toasters are useless, too. Nowadays, who eats toast? Oh, I have a toaster, and I use it constantly. For what? For my sandwiches, you just toast it a little bit. Pop-Tarts. No. You know what else you don't need? Toothbrush. It's true. You can just use your finger. Or, you know, you get those those brush-ups. You don't need the... You don't need to even buy... Uh, Is that like the little finger Yeah, the one little finger thing. And then you don't even need to buy um, the uh, toothpaste either. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm serious about this. Because I watched that movie, The Corporation. You're going to give me your couches? And I just real... By the way, um, I love your dog. But the dog hair is all over my couch. She doesn't even shed. Well, she did. It That's was, your hair. It was either it was either the dog or Chunks. chunks. You know what? It probably was Chunks because Chunks came over to my place last week to take a shower. Hair everywhere. Disgusting. I can't tell you how bad I want the laser hair removal for everybody. Hair is just disgusting. You should only have hair on the top of your head. Unless you're me. And then God didn't want you to. You have hair everywhere else. Isn't that awful? Or your grandmother. Yeah, she looks like Yoda. Just call her Yoda from now on. Everybody knows who you're talking about. Mamma Yoda. But yeah, without a doubt. I, I'm going to now have a life, uh, a simplistic life. I should just give away my stuff. Okay. You really want my couches? Yeah. I'll give you one of them. Okay. I mean, there are three of them, but you can have one of them. I'll take them. What do you need three couches for, anyway? 50 bucks. What? Yeah. Oh, please. It's still America. It's still got to make a little money. 
I'll give it to you for fifty dollars. How about I give you a few a few real radio T-shirts? Oh man, you know how excited I am. We got these real radio stickers. I'm gonna go around putting them on everybody's uh, bumpers. Cars. Yeah, yeah. Just like when I'm walking around, like at Seven Eleven. They're they're small stickers, so you can put it right on their gas tank thing. Perfect. <laughs> you know where I prefer to put them? Hmm. Rearview mirrors. Oh, that's a dick move. No. That way they always look. They're always going to see real radio. Yeah, while they're looking, see, and then they cut someone off in their blind spot. <laughs> Perfect. But at least they'll always know they should be listening to real radio. Fine, whatever. You're not an idea guy. Hey, you? I'll give you 30 bucks for that couch. I don't want any couch with dog hair on it. Yeah. You're an ass. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's obviously uh, not in peak condition. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I came down here to Florida with great couches between four animals sleeping on them. Who? You, Chunks, Bateman, I'm not an animal. and Bateman's dog. Don't put my dog in that category. You effed me on my nice couches. They weren't that nice. I got to go burn them now. You know what? I'm not going to give my stuff away. I'm just going to burn it. Have a big, nice fire like we were back in Detroit. Can you throw my Star Wars ticket in there while you're at it? No. Shock, shock. Take Why a is that shock, shock? Because now we're going to set, we're gonna, we're gonna set uh, we're gonna, T-shirts on fire. We're going to set T-shirts on fire while we're setting the world on fire with our shock, jockiness. Burning records. <laughs> this goes over. Side <laughs> out, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am Hefe. That is Dobbs. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, come on in. Feel free. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. You know what? That's just... another uh, uh, impression I do. Mudvayne. Good. Good for you. You know what I'm on right now? Uh, MySpace? No. JimmyD.FM. Really? How's that going for it's you? It's actually got a nice website. Is it treating you well over there? Yeah, man. I'm having a lot of fun on this JimmyD.FM. He hasn't blogged yet about Star Wars. <laughs> Although he does have up for his events coming up tomorrow, uh, Jimmy D's going to be, along with Cabin Boy, at a Disney World uh, during the actual show, during the Shannon Burke show from 11 to 3 to kick off the Star Wars weekend. So go uh, say hi to Jimmy. I know Jimmy liked it. He's a big Star Wars fan. So uh, go hang out with uh, Jimmy D. And also Cabin Boy uh, <laughs> coming up tomorrow. I just logged on to it, too. And for, just for a second, his face pops up, and then it fades away. Really? Yeah. I got to reload it. I got to refresh. Hold on a second. I want to see his face. <laughs> I just for a second. Split second. That's great. What's with his photos? All he has is just, like, pictures of him a uh, neck yeah. up. Go to the photo section. I've been there already. I download- Isn't it so gay? I downloaded them. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just a gay thing to do, I think. No, that's our boy, Jimmy D. Stop oh, yeah, he's our, he's our boy, but put some pictures of some chicks up there, dude. No, I want to see more. I, in fact, I'm the exact opposite. I want to see what pants he's wearing. Yeah, I want to. Okay, put a full body pick up. Just like, you know, when you're chatting with a girl. She just sends you a picture of the face. No, you want to see the full body. Yeah, you don't want you want to make sure he doesn't have childbearing hips. Yeah, 
Jimmy D. FM. And Jimmy D. does. Nah, Jimmy D's a good-looking guy. Jimmy D. Can you isolate that one for me? Oh, come on. I'm trying to be nice. You called him Mo earlier. I did not. You did. No you, such thing. You just said that about his, uh... I see the pictures real well, Mo. We got to get our website going. I don't know what we're doing there. Dubs, did you, uh... Growing up as a kid, were you loved? I think so. You know, uh, it, it says, uh, I have a study here that says ugly kids are less loved than good-looking kids by their parents, which surprises me because you always hear the parents saying, no, I love my kid no matter what. You know, I don't even see what he looks like anymore. He's just my kid. I see me in him. Mm-hmm. Deep. Isn't that illegal? Would you... Only in some states. Would you actually be... Would you... If you did have a kid mm-hmm. who is, like, hideous, Oof. what would you do? Would you would you disown it? I don't know if I'd disown it, but what I... What if it, like, looked like Popeye Jones or something? I would, like, I would have a tough time, you know, motivating the kid correctly. You know, saying, hey, you, you'll you be able to be whatever you want to be. Because it's just not true if you're yeah. an ugly kid. Yeah. If you're an ugly person, you don't get... What you want in life. It's just, you know, it's one of those facts about society. And obviously, uh, from the study, you don't get it from your parents either. You don't get what you want from your parents. If just like uh, in real life, if you're an ugly person. Uh, so what kind of childhood did you have growing up then? I mean, let's see if you were loved. You want me to go through, see what some uh, what my parents did to me? Yeah, I mean, and, like, uh, how up. they treated me? Yeah, growing up. Like, how did your parents treat you? What did, what happened? Little dubs growing up in Fowlerville. All right, well, um, I uh, had to work. From the age 14 on, I never uh, went without a job since I was 14. What kind of jobs you have? Um, I started off as a busboy when I was 14. Then I was a dishwasher, you know, doing that kind of stuff. I worked overnights at Dunkin' Donuts when I was 17. Um, I worked at a, I managed a pizza place for like four years, and uh, then I worked in radio basically. I had a bunch of different odd jobs too. I worked at a lumber yard. I worked uh, doing landscaping. I've done almost everything. Wow, so you had you so your parents made you start working at fourteen. Yeah, well, it was either that or not go out and have any fun. Okay, well, I needed the money to go do that. But you weren't doing it like to support your family or anything. Well, right? I did pay like uh, the cable bill and that kind of stuff. At fourteen? At fourteen, yeah, and it was we had all the movie channels, so it was like a ninety buck cable bill. Damn, and it's not even like you were around to enjoy it. No, because I was working all the time, and if I wasn't working, I was going out spending my money uh, on other things. But when I was 14, it was a good investment because I couldn't go out every night like I could when I was 16 or 17. All right, so what else did you do growing up as a kid then? Um, well, we, uh, I, I didn't, I don't think I've had a home-cooked meal for my mom since I was around 10 years old. After my mom and dad got divorced, she never cooked dinner anymore. So what would you eat? Um, well, I'd either make myself something or eat out. So your mom didn't make you anything. No, like, it, well, I'm, that's not true. She made stuff every once in a while, but it was never something of, hey, let's go to the dinner table and eat. Hey, there's some dinner in the stove if you want it. That kind of stuff. Okay, but she did cook. She you, cooked. You didn't have family meals. No, though. no family meals, and uh, she cooked probably once a week. And we just eat uh, leftovers the rest of the week from that one meal. All right, was her idea of cooking, uh, bringing in a raw steak into the tanning booth with her? 
Actually, she wasn't a big tanner at that time, but thank you very much. My mom is a huge tanner now. She goes about twice a day, which is ridiculous. She goes twice a day? Mm-hmm. Seven days a week? Uh, no, just during the week, five days a week. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Your mom tans twice a day, five days a week. When she's going hardcore, and then she'll take a break for a little while, but then she'll go back hardcore again. Does she realize that she could get cancer? You don't know how much this woman smokes. I think cancer is the last thing on her mind. Does she want to die? I guess. Have you talked to you? Well, she just invested $20,000 in into new- her teeth, in and new- she still smokes. That's a smart investment. That's not a depreciating value. All right, Dubs, I'm beginning to get the feeling that you were ugly growing up. Cause I wasn't ugly. I was just a hard worker. It seems like you were less loved. What happened in your, What else happened in your childhood? Well, I had to uh, stay at my grandparents' house every weekend. So that her and Mullet Joe could make noise when they had sex? It kind of ended after Mullet Joe came into the picture. It was more when my mom and dad were together. Every weekend, I'd be at my grandparents' house. What were they doing, having swinger parties? <laughs> you know, to this day, I do not know what they why they dropped us off. That's actually a question I should uh, have answered. I do know my mom went to a drive-in porn theater one time before, though. She had to slang them keys. And she saw the porn version of Pinocchio at a drive-in porn theater. Did she tell you this? Yes. You know what she was doing in that car, right? Oh, yeah. And the other car, and the car next to it. (laughs) She was just making her rounds. She had five bucks written on her forehead. and Just peeking her head into every car. As she go around with a little her, her picture of little Bucky O'Hare, this is who you're feeding tonight. <laughs> By the way, that was... I never saw any of that mo- money either. That was Dubs' nickname growing up, Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, that was my middle school nickname. And uh, my other nickname was Jelly Roll Johnson. So maybe I wasn't a good-looking kid growing up. Because right now we're finding out, are ugly kids less loved? That's at least what they're saying in a survey. And it seems like you were, Dubs. You were less loved. I was very much less loved. I didn't, my mom didn't give me well, any lunch money uh, from, like, seventh grade on, so I never got lunch money either. What'd you uh, eat? I paid for it myself. Did you steal other kids' food? No, no. But um, my friend BJ, my cousin, he uh, was uh, the guy who would just say, hey, are you eating that? And he'd take it from him. I hated that kid. <laughs> you know who that kid is now? Who? Chunks. Yeah. Hey, let me have some of that. Go get some of that. Can I bum smoke? I'll be eating like a peanut butter sandwich and I'll pull the crust off. Can I have that? Can I, I have that? I was just going to say, he begs for the crust. Chunks begs for crust. Hey, you going to give me some of that, bro? <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, I just bought this. I'm eating it. You were at the store with me. You could have gotten something. No, nah, man. You want me to buy you one? No, nah, man, no, nah, no. Nah, nah, I, you... I don't eat that stuff. You just asked. Here, here's a, here's some crust. Thanks, man. <laughs> He's a little animal. Yeah, he's a bottom feeder. Oh, absolutely. He's a bottom, bottom feeder. What else happened to you growing up? I had to pay my way through uh, my uh, my post-high uh, school career, like my uh, college and everything. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of uh, Yeah, a lot of kids have to do that. I mean, your mom's not giving you lunch money at the seventh grade. Do you think she's going to pay for broadcasting school? No. Well, you know what, man? Now that I think about it. You were an ugly kid growing up. It sounds to me like your mom didn't love you. Where was your dad? Where was my dad? I really didn't see a lot of my dad uh, from the age of 12 to 19, I would say. 
me and him uh, hang out a lot more now that I'm older and we can actually talk about stuff. But from that from that like seven year period, I barely ever saw him. Maybe, maybe once a year, and that was at Christmas time. What was that like? Was it awkward? Yeah, because I didn't really want to be there at that time. You know, it was kind of a rebellion thing where, hey, I don't like you. You know, stay away from me. Jeannie, you're in the hideout, Real Radio. Jeannie. Yeah, yes. I was just listening to you guys talking about ugly kids and if they're loved or not loved. And basically, I was really chunky and not real cute. And, um... I had braces, then I got braces, lost Oh, quit talking and- dirty. Hold on. <laughs> oh. And then when I got into ninth grade, I was really cute, and all of a sudden, my parents thought I was like a super child. Okay, so they didn't really care for you much until you started shedding the pounds, and all of a sudden you have potential, and they're treating you like a, like a good kid. That's exactly right. I made good grades always, but then when I became cute and was a cheerleader... Then they were all proud of me. Now, how much did that hurt you? Did that piss you off? Were you like, hey, where were you when I was getting picked on in the sixth grade? <laughs> right. And I had to wear, like, husky jeans. <laughs> so, Hot. And so precious. They, uh, yeah, I was made fun of a lot. And actually, my father no. told me I had a big nose. And mm-hmm. <laughs> What? All right, yes. let me ask you something. And you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but what do you do for a living now? Um, now I'm an attorney. All right, see, good for you, because did that, like, end up driving you to do, like, well and positive? I think it did. I think it did. Huh. All right. Because a lot of times people who have that growing up, they become strippers or something. So you made it into something positive, becoming an attorney. Good for you, sweetie. Yeah, an overweight thanks. husky stripper. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I don't think I would have made it. Like yeah, <laughs> probably not. Well, there are some fetishes. All right, Dubs. I've got them all. Dubs, we found out you were an ugly kid. Yes. How about we take a break, we'll come back, and I'll tell you what my childhood was like. I think I was loved. Yeah? And I think this will back up. When I look back on my childhood, not only was I loved, I think it was cute because I was loved so much after I give you uh, what my childhood was like. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. I am Al Hefe. That is J Dubs. It is Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman at the helm of the talk and roll controls. Chunks. Graduating from college today in Washington, D.C. Uh, he'll be back on Monday's show. So handling the phones. Uh, intern number one and intern number two. 407 916 And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. We just got done uh, hearing about J-Dub's childhood and uh, this new study that came out, Are Ugly Kids Less Loved? Apparently so. And Dubs was talking about his childhood, and it, it didn't seem as if he was cared after very much. No, it was, uh, it was a pretty, you know, I, I had fun as a kid, but, but it, it wasn't like the most nurturing environment. Uh, upbringing. Right. Yeah. Because your mom wouldn't, she didn't cook a family meal after the age of 10, you had to. Uh, you didn't get lunch money from the seventh grade on. You'd have to stay at your grandparents' house every weekend. Yeah, and I actually moved out of my house at sixteen. I so. didn't know that. Yeah, 
Me and my friend lived together in an apartment back in uh, Fallerville. Are you serious? Yeah. So. I think it solidifies the fact you were ugly. I don't know about that. What were your nicknames? Uh, Bucky O'Hare, uh, Jelly Roll Johnson, Fatty. I think that actually probably sums it up right there. Ugly kid. Boy, I'd never sleep with. The gr- girls, did they like you in high school or not? Actually, yeah, I was very well liked as kind of like the class clown kind of guy, but I could never get laid, you know? Mm-hmm. People loved me, but not like that. And how, how how bad is that, too? When you're sitting there and you're hanging out with chicks and it's like, you guys like being around me, why, why won't you just sleep with me? Why don't you just touch it? Just, I'm not asking you to sleep with me. Just give it a touch. You just look at it? <laughs> Tell me what you think. Maybe I can fix it? Your poor childhood. <laughs> I feel bad for you now. All right, I was thinking about it, and I've written down a couple of things from my childhood J-dubs, and i like to see whether or not I was loved. Okay. Um, Was bought a brand-new Jeep Wrangler with Chrome for my 16th birthday. You were bought a... Brand new Jeep Wrangler for your 16th. Yeah. And so that I wouldn't have to, like, you know, spend, you know, my money on gas. I was given a credit card, too. What money? Did you work? No, not till 18. So what, you know, you didn't have to spend your own money on, how did you go and do stuff? Was it a credit card? Yeah, exactly. I had to have a credit, I had to eat. I'd have gas for my brand new Jeep Wrangler. I would receive good pre- like presents for good grades, like every A I got. I would either get cash or like I could go. How pick much s- cash for an A? Yeah. How many gra- classes usually were there? Like six classes. Yeah. Every six weeks, I could bring home probably about two hundred bucks. That's ridiculous. I think they were just trying to make you feel better because you had big bushy eyebrows. I even had them then. Mexican Josh Hartnett. I was taken on shopping sprees before each semester so I could have winter clothes and spring clothes. Winter? You lived in Texas. What do you need winter clothes for? Isn't it the same stuff? Well, I mean, you don't wear, you know, you don't wear shorts, at least not all the time. And I always had to have, like, the new jabots or... Uh, cross color. Yeah, cross colors, hammer pants... I always had to be in, so my family, Calvin they wanted me to be in. Yeah. And thinking about it, too, the other thing as a childhood, and you know, it was kind of tough because I had to be away from everybody, except for my best friends who went, too, was when I went on a trip of Europe, tour of Europe. Dude, that's all you were. You are a little rich girl. I went to London, then France, and then took a tour of Italy. I got to hit up Pisa, Florence, Rome, the Isle of the Capri. But I was gone from America for like two and a half weeks. It was tough. Yeah. What? So what? Tell me what you wore when you were, you know, in high school. What kind of what kind of clothes did they buy you? They bought you the new Jerbos and all that kind of stuff. What other stuff did they buy you? I don't know. Like the latest, you know, team jerseys. Like you know, I had to have the new Nikes and Doc Martens. Uh. I mean, I. The hammer pants. I like in in middle school. I had to have hammer pants. That's because the only thing that fit you. So. 
So you weren't a good-looking kid. You were just, you know, pitied. Oh. No. Why wasn't I was obviously loved. My parents would shower me with presents. They need to shower you with something to make you smell better. It sounds to me like you're jealous. Not at all. All I know is I would have beat you up if I was in high school with you. We would have taught you a lesson. I would have stole those hammer pants right off you and run them up the flagpole. Maybe gotten parachuting off the top of the school with them. I wasn't that big. I wasn't that big. At least not in high school. I wasn't a rich girl either. Why would you say that? I honestly think you're jealous. I don't think so. I had so many people who hated I think they bought you stuff because they didn't love you. You think? Yeah. I don't think that meant you were uh, treated well. I think they just showered you with money because they couldn't do the love because you're so ugly. Yeah. Like I was a little wide? Yeah. I'm just trying to take you down a peg. Why? Why would you take me down a peg? Because you're gloating right now. I don't think I'm gloating. Brand new Jeep Wrangler, credit card, presents for good grades, shopping sprees, tour of Europe, all before the age of uh, 17. Anything bad happened to you as a kid? Asses like you making fun of me for being fat in middle school. Did I ever tell you about my first day of middle school? No. First day of middle school. Truman Middle School. Grand Prairie, Texas. Was sixth grade for me, like 89, 90, something like yeah. that. So I'm sitting there in my Batman t-shirt. <laughs> you still have it. I gotta have the latest and greatest stuff. Batman was huge. <laughs> so. Well, just that shirt was. It wasn't actually Batman. It was a double X. It was a sixth grade, but whatever. So I'm standing out in front of Truman Middle School. Yeah. Right next to the flagpole. My dad dropped me off early. I was the kid who got there at 6.30 in the morning. And did all his homework before school. And so I remember this kid, Doug. He, Doug? Was, in the, he was in the eighth grade at the time, and he'd already failed once. He was a cool guy. Doug walks by and goes, Batman sucks, you fat ass. <laughs> but he actually. <laughs> he was right. He usually actually used the term. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> did you ever wear that shirt again? No. Absolutely not. And then you wore the Joker shirt. You showed him. I I wore the Riddler one. And I took this shirt back to my mom and I said, you see what you made me wear? Rule me this, rule me that. Why am I so damn fat? That's what you'd say. you just walk around. Why are you being mean? Taking you down a peg. Why? Glowing again. There's no reason to take me down a peg. Obviously, growing up, I had a tough time. Yeah, it looks like it. Look at me. Your heart had a tough time. <laughs> did, you, did you have uh, steps to walk up, or was it an uh, elevator at your school? No, it was steps. Damn, you were in trouble. <laughs> Come on. By the way, does anyone else have that recurring dream that you're in high school, or you're in school, and then, like for some reason they figure you out and you didn't pass? And you've got to go back to school now? No, I don't have that one, but I have the one that, for some reason, it's my first day back at school. I have no idea what my schedule was, and uh, my locker combination, I have no idea. You know the other dream that I keep having? The re- I'd love for somebody to tell me what this means. I have this reoccurring dream of it's the end of the semester, and it's finals time, 
and there are like two classes that I didn't go to the whole time. And somehow I got to pass these classes, otherwise I'm not graduating. And I have the I have those to this day. I have one like that. What's yours? It's one where I'm always in college, and it's like one of the last few days of school, and there's like a huge report done, and I forgot completely about it, and we're supposed to present our reports that day. What does that mean? It means we're not thinking about something that we should be... Or that we're procrastinating or something like that? I think it means we're distracted with other things and we're forgetting to do something important. Okay, I'm distracted by Dubs' rich girl music. Why would you just catch it? I wasn't a rich girl. You're a rich girl. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at all. You can rely on the old man's money. You're just mad. You grew up in Fowlerville, an apartment. No one loved you. Okay, let's take a break. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Chubby Girl. No. I'm going to show you that song. There is no such song. I need to write it. It's a hideout. Can't touch this. I grow in fitness. <laughs> Can't touch this. Is it amazing you still know like the words to this song? This was, one, Ice Ice Baby and Sir Mix Lot. Just forever ago. Uh, welcome back to the Hideout, Hefe and Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. We're just talking about our childhoods and growing up, and somehow it worked into these our idea of like some dreams that we've been having, like recurring dreams. All right, I'm gonna talk to Bree. Bree, Bree? Says, Bree says she has her doctorate in psychology. Is this true? Hi. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll call you Dr. Bree then. Um, <laughs> all right, what, did you hear me talk about my dream, or I guess the Bateman and myself, where it's we're in school, and it's the end of the year, and we haven't gone to class, and we might not pass, and how are we going to take the final or get the project done, and we have like two days? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of times people dream about high school because they're, they're more concerned about something in the present, and they try and place it into an area of their life that was really one of the better times. I mean, most people consider high school or college one of the best times of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a little hard to distinguish what your dream is about without knowing more about you personally. Right. Um, dream therapy involves, you know, regular just um, therapy. But um, most likely, I would say, with with your you're new to Orlando and the show is relatively new, correct? Well, yeah, I mean we've been around for a for a few years up in DC, but yeah. Right. Most most likely it has to do if you're having the dream now with that, but if if not, you know, if you've been having the dream all along, um, I would say that it has to do with you feeling like you're you're accomplishing something. You've got a goal set for yourself. Right. And um, inwardly, you don't feel quite prepared to meet that goal. Wow, that's every night with this show. What are we going to do tonight? <laughs> Hell if I know. Let's just talk. All right, I can, I can see that. What about, like, basic dreams like falling and stuff like that, Dr. Bree? Falling um, usually means that you have, your life is out of control, and people show that in a lot of different ways. Falling is one. Um, if People a lot of times have dreams that their mouth is full of gum and they can't get their gum out of their mouth. That means that... Usually you have something that you want to say, a confrontation with somebody, and you just haven't brought yourself to do it. 
that falling is is typically and aerobically that you are out of control in your life and somewhere. Hey, what about those dreams uh, where you're having, like you have a dream and it's someone from your past and it's just so amazingly vivid, yet you probably haven't seen or dealt with this person in 10 or 15 years. What's going There's, on there? Yeah, usually that's something about their personality that you remember, some specific strength or some specific point of comfort that they had in your life that you're trying to bring back into your life at this point. Huh. You know, it's, it's amazing what your your brain can remember things that, that you never have. Like, I don't know if you've ever in a dream remembered or you thought that in your dream you remembered every single word to a song that you otherwise can't remember. Mm-hmm. Most likely you positively remember every single word to that song. You just can't access it in a conscious state that unconsciously you're accessing it. All right, Dr. Bree, one more thing. She says you're a doctorate in psychology, and you sound like you know what you're talking about. What's deja vu? Deja vu yeah. is, is that feeling um, that something that is happening to you oh, has I know, already I, happened. I yeah. know what it means, but like, how, why does it happen? How does it happen? Does, uh, this, this is all with the chemicals in the brain. What it actually is is... is your brain, um, how can I say this real simply? You're seeing something and your brain is accessing it, but you don't know that you've seen it until it, it's, it's just a nanosecond of time later. Okay, you know what? I heard this where it's the left brain or something is, is just a, a wee bit slower than the right brain because the right brain already saw it and the left brain is seeing it, like you said, like, like a split second later. So it's not that you've already been there. It's just that maybe your brain's... I've heard it's like a right. mini-stroke. Is that true, a mini-stroke? No, no, not at all, not at all. It's just misfiring synapses. You know, you're, it's all about the neurons and the myelin that covers your neurons. And sometimes, just like anything electrical, you have misfires and things get rerouted. And it's when you have that misfire and it's being rerouted to another neuron that you have that sense of deja vu. But it's nothing like a stroke. So is something like where you're where you're having a dream, like where you're naked at school or naked at work, does just that mean like you're afraid you're going to get exposed on something, like you're hiding something? Uh, generally, yeah. Uh, some people, though, actually, it, it's more of an erotic thing, a more of a, a feeling, not that they're going to be exposed, but that yet they wish they could access their sensuality more. They wish they could be more sexual or more sensual, and they're not. Damn. So their their dreams trying to get them to handle that, that she you has know, you not the worst thing in the world. Dr. Bree, you rock, man. You're amazing. Can I ask you two more questions, if you don't mind, if you're not busy? We'll give you a prize, too. Hold on. We'll get you something real nice. Um, I don't need a prize. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Look at you. You're amazing. How about this? That means she's probably BSing. How about this? How about the dream? I've had this dream, too, in many a time where I'm a serial killer, and I'm coming back to my apartment or my house, and the cops are already there. And that feeling of, wow, maybe I shouldn't have killed all those people. Is that like I'm about to get busted on something? Um, That's like you should you be know, going to get help. That was more difficult without knowing you. I mean, you know, whether you have violent tendencies. Does this have um, anything to do with him killing a bunch of women back in D.C.? No, it doesn't. Shh. <laughs> I mean, the, the, having the police, yes. The, the fact that you're a serial killer, that's more involved. That, that I would be more concerned about. <laughs> But, I mean, are you a serial killer of women only? Yes. Uh, you know, 
Yeah. No, no, yes. no, no. It wasn't anything about women. Just yes, like he, I only wanted to kill uh, larger women. I hope. I, I think because <laughs> because he, he's a fat girl, he wants to kill other fat Stop. girls. Stop. Will you please? All right. Somebody wants a, has a phone call. Actually, I want one more question. Then we'll take one phone call, and then that's it for Doctor Bree. Um, who just happened to be listening and calling in? She has a doctor in psychology. I also had a dream too, where and I'm not kidding you. We've talked about this before on the air, where I was having sexual relations with the predator. Um, that, like, that, you know, the monster or whatever in the movies. In the movies? Now, I was, now let me give you the context of it. I was playing, growing up, a video game called Alien vs. Predator, and then I had sexual dreams about the Predator probably for about two weeks straight. Did that mean anything, or was it just because the Predator was in my mind? Was, was the sex consensual and enjoyable? Yes, it was. Okay. Well, I mean, I, there's just something about the predator that you find alluring and that you would like to have in your woman. I mean, like, do you have, um, you like know, dreadlocks? issues, S&M issues that you would like to explore that you haven't? I mean, I, predator most likely um, is, shows a type of personality that you would like to see brought out in a woman of either, you know, being dominated or feeling overpowered. Or predator was on top. That that you can overpower Ew. something as as amazing as the predator. Right, the cowboy <laughs> style. It was cowboy style. All right, you're all, all right, one phone call and then we'll move on. You rock, Doctor Bree. Uh, Maddox, Maddox, you're in the hideout. Dude, what's going on, brothers? What's going on, Maddox? You got a question for Doctor? I got this recurring dream, dude. Uh huh. It's like me and some dudes are on the field, dude, and we're all like uh, naked and dudes doing dude stuff, like oiling our guns, getting ready to shoot. Shoot some bullets at each other. Okay, stuff. I don't, I don't know, I don't think that one was real. But th- thank you, Doctor Bree, I really appreciate that. You're welcome. You ro- you sure you don't want a prize? No, that's okay. You have a great show, though. I enjoy listening to you. Look at that, a doctor who likes the hideout. Thank you. Make sure we let everyone know. I told you that predator dream, right? Yeah, you told it to me. Pretty disturbing. And when I said on top, I meant like cowboy style. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. Not like I was a bottom. I think so. You know, and the predator was doing stuff to yeah, me. Yeah, putting those dreadlocks in naughty places. I'd love a chick with dreadlocks, I'm not going to lie to you. Ooh, damn, that would be hot. Between that and the serial killer dream, I think you really need to go see someone. Dr. Bree? If you were to go to a psychologist, you think you can go to a psychologist as a woman? Or would you end up doing her like Tony Soprano? I mean, I would like to, but I don't think I'd have to. You know what I want? I want a chick who will just talk to me and ask me questions while I lie down on the couch. Questions like, do you want a sandwich afterward? You you know, do you want a shower now or later? Always later. Always later. Don't you hate when you're with the chick and she's like, oh, I, don't feel, I feel dirty. I want a shower. Well, she's about to be with you. I would, too. Okay, this hour hasn't been good for my self-esteem. <laughs> I told you I'd take you down a peg. Why? I didn't do anything to you. Oh, you gonna take me home tonight? Why is this playing? Oh, I just some background music. I don't even understand what this has to do with me. I'm just kind of looking at you. You're not a good friend. I'm the best friend you could ever have. 
I keep it real. It's the hi- I, Word! Then I want to live in a fantasy world. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Rawr. What? Thanks again to Dr. Bree, who was just listening and called in. Got her uh, doctorate in psychology, I guess. I was analyzing my dreams here in the hideout, Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. 407 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And we were talking about our childhoods, too, and how I was bought a lot of stuff growing up. And um, what did you want to ask me, Tommy? Uh, you Both your parents were teachers, right? Yeah. Do you think uh, all this stuff was just to make uh, them look good? Making you do all your homework and buying you all this new stuff. Buying me a new Jeep and trips to Europe and stuff like that? Yeah. No, to be perfectly honest with you, I think it was their way. I think Dubs is actually right in a sad sense. Their way of making up for uh, maybe not being the best parents. They tried hard, but they they, they gave a lot like yeah. monetarily. But not, not emotionally. Maybe not so much emotionally. Well, they're, whatever. Given, they're given to every uh, kid in their class. They were there, you know, caring for them, too. I mean, they only had so much time. And especially when I stopped living with my mom and went to go live with my dad. I mean, she was the one who got me the Jeep. She was the one who got me the credit card. So I think she was trying to replace that, you know, love with money. And I feel bad about it, too, growing up. Plus, it spoiled me rotten. Absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt. And my mom... And shows now. Well, you, it's it's ironic you say that, because a new study came out, J-Dubs. Yeah? Fat mothers have lazy kids. Okay, first of all, I don't know why it took a whole study to figure this out, but apparently fat women are more likely to have obese, lazy children. They tend to feed the babies uh, food heavier in carbohydrates than slim mothers do. They spend less time interacting with their kids, who then sleep more. And it also ends up finding out that that's why the children end up becoming fat like their parents. It's not a gene. It's kind of just breeding laziness, by example. That's me, dude. Yeah. That is absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt me. And I always wondered why on like a beautiful day outside, I'll call you say, Hey, what are you up to? What are you doing today? Oh, nothing. I just rented a few movies, playing some video games. Yeah, in fact, you called me about four times on Saturday saying, dude, you got to come over. Me and my chick are going to cook out. We're probably going to go swimming. And then we're going to go downtown, have a few drinks. And I was like, I just dropped 35 bucks at Blockbuster. I think I'm going to sit in and get my movies, get my movie on. And you go to the movies a lot, too. Not Not so much anymore, but I used to. You'll, you'll fall back into it, I know you. But yeah, it's all because growing up with my mom. You know, and that was our bonding time, sitting around watching Golden Girls. Over uh, over a uh, a bag of uh, Burger King. See, I couldn't watch Golden Girls with my mom because I didn't want her to see the bulge. Me sitting there watching that, I always had to get hot. She has to stand up and go get some popcorn from the kitchen. You'd be like, I can't stand up now. I gotta think about baseball. Yeah, not with Blanche on TV. Blanche was hot. Oh, yeah. All right, who, growing up as an adolescent the time that Golden Girls was on, who didn't, as a young man, want to bang Blanche, Devereaux? I think every young man wanted to bang Blanche. Uh, number one, are you serious? You didn't want to bang Blanche, Devereaux? Who are you into, Betty White? 
Who you is Betty take, White? You want to take her to St. Olaf and rail her? <laughs> you ain't never watched Golden Girls growing up? I did. How old are you? 23. Oh, you see, so you've seen Golden Girls, but yes, maybe I even have. the reruns on Lifetime. Yes. But you don't remember who Betty White was? No. She was she the was... dumb one on Golden Girls. Yeah, that was Blanche. So, no, no, Blanche. Rose. Blanche was Rose was the uh, dumb one. Blanche was the slutty one. Yeah, she was the one that was always having sex with all the dudes. The brown-haired one. Yeah. You don't They're remember? all white-haired. No, no, not Blanche. Are you insane? What's wrong with you? You poor kid. You're the insane one. No, please. Blanche had brown hair. And she was... All right, Bateman. Didn't you want to have sex with Blanche Devereaux? Yeah, but Rose had uh, some pretty big boobs, too. Yeah, she did. Especially for a blue hair. Mm-hmm. Where is... Where was that place? St. Olaf? St. Olaf. Is that near here? Why? I'd like to go. The idiot village? I want to go visit that house. I just showed him a picture of uh, no, Betty no. White. St. And... Olaf was uh, was uh, Rose's hometown, where she came from over in... Uh... That was in Minnesota. You're right. See, she was from Minnesota. No, she was from overseas, I thought. No. No, Sophia was from overseas. Yeah. Picture it. Sicily. Yeah. 1945. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad, but that's such a part of our childhood. And then remember that awful show uh, that was a spinoff? Eat empty Nest? Empty Nest with uh, Dreyfus the dog? Yes. Richard Mulligan? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The annoying neighbor? What was his name? The Joe Isuzu guy? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. But remember the Charlie, two- wasn't it? Charlie, name? yes. And the two hot daughters that lived next door? Yeah. Christy, you know what? What's that girl, Christy Nickel? You always wanted them to kiss? What? Even though they were sisters? And even on Golden Girls, that uh, pediatrician, the main guy in Empty Nest, would come over every once in a while, and Blanche would always throw herself at him. Those were the good old days of television. What about yeah. Park Overall as his uh, nurse? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Who's Park Overall? She, you, you know her by her voice. She did uh, one of the voices on The Critic with um I never John saw Lovitz. that show. John Lovitz. I couldn't watch yeah, that show. That was a great show. Really? Yeah, The Critic. Oh, by the way, speaking of great... It stinks. Speaking of great shows, Bateman had a tape of the Andy Dick show that used to be on MTV. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. What was it, Snip? It was absolutely a funny show. It was so funny because you know how most TV shows have the transition to get you from scene to scene? Yeah. The transition on the Andy Dick show was him wrestling with a bunch of black kids. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't know why this is here, but it's really funny to me. That's Andy Dick, though. He always throws some stuff in, uh, you know, like, where the hell did that come from? But it's funny. Where he's wrestling with a bunch of black children, and I'm like, Okay, I don't know why this is funny, but it's really funny. He's, like, tickling them. <laughs> and you're thinking... Creepy, but funny. Creepy, but goddamn hilarious, that Andy Dick is. But you know what he is, dude? Andy Dick, he's one of those guys. Like, if a sex tape came out of him... Yeah. You'd, you wouldn't want to see it. No, no, he'd be definitely one of those sex tapes where you'd stay away from Just kind of like the China one. I'd watch it. Would you? Yeah, I watched the China one, too. I've seen uh, still pictures from the China one. That's all I need to know. I think I have it uh, on a CD somewhere. You can keep it. Do uh, you really? We'll have a screen tomorrow night. In here? No, over at Dubs. is with Sadie Lou. No. With Dubs' cat, Sadie Lou? She'll love it. All right, that was one thing, man. I remember that. Who's another person like you wouldn't want to see if they were having some sort of a sex tape other than, like, an Andy Dick? Bob Dylan? I wouldn't want to see a Bob Dylan sex tape. Oh, my God. Going back to Golden Girls B. Arthur. Right. Speaking of, somewhat related. How about Whoopi? 
I never want to see Whoopi. Now you, down. you know what I would. Really? I'd want to see that. And now, as long as I didn't have to pay for it. She doesn't have eyebrows, does she? You know what, you guys? You're really bugging me about my eyebrows. Cause you, no, I'm serious. I don't think she has eyebrows. No, but I really am bugged out by my eyebrows. So are we. If I ever get that LASIK surgery and I can't cover my eyebrows with these big, dark glasses, I'm going to have to shave them or trim them. Do you think I'd look uber creepy without eyebrows at all? Yes. Why don't you just trim them up? I think I'd look like uh, Darth Vader from Revenge of the Jedi when he takes off the helmet. So pale. I wouldn't want to see a sex tape with me. <laughs> I'd love to see one with me. It'd be like it would be like I would be Rum Jeremy, but without the uh, the equipment. I think I'd rather see one with uh, Patrick Ewing than you. I think I'd rather see that. For some reason, I think I would watch Patrick Ewing uh, a Patrick Ewing sex tape. Really? Hmm. How about Horatio Sands? <laughs> that would be like looking in the mirror. You think he'd be laughing the whole way through it, just he like he does all the skits on SNL? Yeah, he wouldn't be able to get through the scene without giggling. Him and his buddy. Who's, who's the dude that was in a fever pitch? Always laughing together. Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy yeah. Fallon. You'd be the two of them kissing. Would you watch a Bernie Mac sex tape? Yes. I bet Bernie Mac could teach you some things. On how to do it. I bet he knows. His eyes would be bugging out the whole time. I bet he knows how to have sex with a woman. Bernie Mac. Do you think Mr. 3000 can go past 3000 seconds? How long is 3000 seconds? It's a long time. Do that math real quick, Bateman. 3000 seconds. I need to know how long that is. 50 minutes? Oh, I've done that. Please. Would you watch a Macy Gray sex tape? I want to see Macy Gray and Horatio Sands together. Now, here is. The test to see if you would sit through any celebrity sex tape. Would you watch Seal in a sex tape? All right, I don't know about Seal. I mean, he's just got the burns. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. Are they everywhere? Maybe. No, it's not even burns. It's it's a disease. But he's married I'm... to Heidi Klum, so I'd watch it. Yeah, but what if it's Seal on Seal action? Where they cloned Seal and had a sex tape Seal on Seal? Well, you have to watch that. What? That's just cool. <laughs> I don't even understand what you're talking about. All right, Cowboys fan says a Rosie O'Donnell sex tape. No way. Yeah, hell no. All right, let's pick this up. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I'm going to put some thought into this. Write a couple down. Take a break. Come back. Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. 407-916-1041, or Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Real Radio 104.1. We just somehow got into this discussion of celebrities you wouldn't want to see in a sex tape. Yeah. I've written down four, Dubs. Who are they? I'll give them to you in a second. First, some people want to weigh in. Always, too, when you call ladies first. Ladies first in the hideout, so we'll go to Nicole. Nicole, you're first up in the hideout. What's going on? Not much. How are you doing? Good. I would not want to see Oprah or Donald Trump. Now, I was thinking Donald Trump. Donald that Trump would, would be nasty. I, yeah, I that would, would be horrible. I would want to see hair might fall off. I yeah, but see, that's why I would want to watch Donald Trump because I want to see him with that hair. Like, would the hair move? What would it look yeah. like? Would it seem natural? And he already makes weird faces as it is. Imagine him in the sack. You know what, Oprah? I would assume not loving at all. No, I, that's no. I don't, very cold, very I, frigid. I don't know that, but that's just me thinking about it. Thank you, Nicole. Those are good. Karen, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey there. What's going on? Here's somebody who a lot of people probably wouldn't want to watch. 
having sex because it's just so weird. But because it's so weird, I'd be so curious to see Paul Rubens, but in his Pee Wee Herman character. Oh, I'd watch that. Yeah, you're a winner. You got you got <laughs> something. In fact, give her a prize. Give her um. We got something back there that we can give her because absolutely beyond a shot. I don't. I would even want to see him. <laughs> Not even with somebody else. I want to see what he's uh, doing in movie theaters. Just doing it by himself. Give her you know, a, you want to... give her a copy of that DVD, the provocative drama uh, Kinsey with Liam Nielsen and Laura Linney. Give that to Karen. That's a good one. When I was a junior in high school, we went to this house party, and uh, this house party was going on later that night, so they're setting up for it. I went there early. My friend came up to me. He's like, "You're never gonna believe this." I was up in uh, we'll call this guy Steve. I was up in Steve's room. And you, you realize you just said you uh, you were up in a guy named Steve. Yes, don't worry about it. Uh, my friend was up in his room and he said, "You got to see this video." He popped the video in. The guy uh, Steve was video. I uh, had just a video camera on his bed, and we're like, "Wow, he's got to make a sex tape here." Nope, he walks in front of it, stares into the camera, and just works himself. One of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. And he kept on he kept on watching it, wondering, all right, there has to be a girl somewhere in the room about to come over and help him out. Nope. Twenty minutes. <laughs> Twenty minutes? Twenty minutes of him just Ouch. Keep on keeping on. Did I ever tell you about the time I watched gay porn? I'm gonna leave right now. I'm sorry. I can't, well, I was, I can't do the show with you anymore. Please stop that. I was actually on the Texas Tech speech and debate team, and me and my chick at the time were the only straight people on the team. And there was a That's party. Yet to be seen. There was a party, and somebody threw in a porn. And I swear to you, the first half hour—that's all it was—was was just some dude staring into the camera, handling his business, doing his quote-unquote thing. I got paid a lot for that. I did. Did you hear me say it was gay porn? Do you care? Well, there's no other guy involved. You yeah, know I guess he's not gay for that guy there. And hold on a second. I can see Bateman doing that. Bateman stands in the mirror, flexing with himself. So? What's wrong with that? Evil Eye says he'd never want to see a Cheech and Chong sex tape. Whatever. I would. Absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt. That'd be the funniest and hairiest thing ever. I can't believe you'd want to see uh, Cheech. Cheech looks like uh, a lot of people in your family. I know you say that, like trying to get over, no, like no, it's a joke. No, I know you told me that many times. No, my dad looks like a combination, and I swear this is like the most stereotypical thing, a combination of Cheech Marin and Edward James Almost. Absolutely. Oh, what a stud. My dad gets a lot of poon. Oh, he did. Dave, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, dude? Uh, two people that, one I wouldn't want to see and one I kind of would be skeptical of watching would be Ann Esther from <laughs> uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, God, okay. I'd watch and that. The, and the father from Friday. Okay, uh, John Witherspoon, I yes. think is his yeah, name. But I think he'd be a freak. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, you know, and especially I'm thinking of that movie Boomerang. Thank you. What are you talking about? Yeah, whip that. Mm. Yeah. Got with it. That guy is one funny son of a bitch. Who was it that was telling? Was it Tuttle telling me he was on the monsters and he was just the coolest dude ever? I, you can, I can imagine just because all of his parts, he seems like he's always a really cool guy. He always I, plays a really funny part. I wish that dude was my dad. You know, I like my dad. All right, here are a couple of the names that I have. Dubs, I wouldn't want to see in a sex videotape. Okay, Kelly Clarkston. I'll agree with that one. 
No, thank you. you I and, would. You and McGregor. Why not? You can't watch Obi-Wan having sex. And by the way, you already saw his uh, his wanky in train spotting. Can you believe that you've seen Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, winky? Wasn't impressed. Yeah, it actually made me feel good about myself. But what is he, like Scottish? Yeah, you can't expect too much. Hmm. Queen Latifah, I don't want to see. I would, just out of the pure cringe of it. Although I Do you think they'd be playing, like, Unity in the background? U-N-I-T-Y. Here's the only thing, though. I bet she's good um, doing certain things. I'll just leave it at that. All right, maybe I do want to see her. Willie Nelson. You couldn't pay me enough to watch a Willie Nelson porn. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> no, thank you. It's like watching old man porn. Have what you ever you... watched old man porn? No. It's hilarious. Why? Because they lose it halfway through. Stop! I don't even. Know. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. So I. Me neither. But whatever, keys. whatever it is. <laughs> All right. People are like, no lesbian scene between Esther Roll and Isabel Sanford. Now I think you're just being racist. But true. Then I'd watch that. Jamie in the hideout. What's up? Yeah, I had two couples coming to mind when you guys first started talking about this. Uh-huh. First is Christopher Walken and Roseanne Barr. <laughs> well, that'd be awkward. Christopher Walken, period, would just be really weird. Right. And then uh, Keith Richards and B. Arthur. Damn, man, now you're putting the couples together. Yeah. I didn't even think about taking it to that level. I still think my seal on seal porn okay. oh, would no. be the That's worst. That's not going to happen. No, thank you. Cloning's just around the corner, and if they clone another seal... I could see. I don't think they cloned one. It's right around the corner. It's going to happen. You just said they cloned another. If they cloned another seal. All right, here's a question. What if they're? What if you had a twin? Hmm. Yes. See, I think you would. I absolutely think you'd have <laughs> sex with yourself if you could. Oh, 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 I thought you meant watch. No. Oh, no, never mind then. No, you just said you'd have sex with yourself. I did earlier. <laughs> I guess that is true, huh? Ugh. Jessica, you're in the hideout. Hi. How about Ralphie May from Last Comic Standing <laughs> and Karen Mannheim from The Practice? Oh, my God. All right. You are, uh, what's wrong with you, Jess? That's the something I'm going to ask you. What's wrong with you? Could you imagine the gravy from that? Oh, God. Just the... Just the toe jam of them rubbing their feet together. Don't tell me. I don't want to know about Ralphie May and Mannheim toe jam. Did you say Mankind? That'd be an odd one, too. I'd watch Mankind sex. Mankind and Ralphie May? No. I like that Mankind, dude. I think he's my favorite wrestler ever. Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. I think he's my favorite. Yeah? Sarah, you're in the hideout. Hi. What's going, Hi. What's going on? Uh, Bateman made me call in. <laughs> what's going on with this? What's what's happening here? I don't know. She told me to call in. She wants to. Know, she's a uh, psychiatry major and wants you to be her homework. Apparently. Oh, re- <laughs> really? What? Like, for real? Like you're going to school for psych? What? Psychiatry? Yeah, for for a PhD. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, you heard me talking earlier to uh, Dr. Bree about my dreams and stuff? No, I didn't get to hear that. All I heard was the comment that you just want a chick to listen to, yes. Yeah, so, 
you know, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, really? <laughs> Why don't you come up in the studio and we'll have a little session? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I, I'm serious. I would love to see if you, like, I've been begging to have someone psychoanalyze us. I think that would be... Why not the female Frazier? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Could you do uh, that? Well, tonight I have to go downtown to the music festival. Oh, of course. I mean, who isn't? But, uh, like, yeah. whenever you got some free time, like tomorrow or Monday or something? Okay. All right. Um, uh, I have to check my schedule, but... Oh, I'm sure you're so busy. All right, you know what? Hold on, a, hold on a second, and I'm going to have Bateman talk to you, okay? Okay. Are you the one that sent pictures? Yeah. All right, she's a cutie. For some reason, I got these pictures, and I'm like, what are these pictures about? And Bateman... Pepe, you're Spanish, but what, what kind of Spanish? Mexican. Okay. What are you? I'm Spaniard and German. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, she's says, better. Everyone says they're Spaniard. No, one no my the... dad's from Spain. <laughs> oh, really? I grew up there part of the, day, yeah, part she... of the time. Did you say German? And my mom's from Germany, yeah. Right, I'm the that... first one born here. All right, that's a hot... All right, hold on a second. Bateman, we got to get her up here. Hold on, Sarah. <laughs> now, have you analyzed me, then I'm going to bang you. Silly. In the, in the custodial room. Hmm. Silly Bazilli, please. Bateman, talk to her. Line three. I don't trust number one with that. And you trust me with it? You are trust. For some reason, I, I trust you now. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. Just real fast, a couple people holding on for a long time wanted to talk about who they don't want to see in a sex tape. Peanut, what's up? What's up, Peanut? Hey, hey man, I got uh, two people for you. you maybe, maybe you want to look at it, maybe you don't, but they met on the surreal life. Tammy Faye Baker and Ron Jeremy. They became friends on that show. You remember that? Yeah, you know, I'd pay to see that because honestly, I'm a fan of Ron Jeremy. And I have you seen his movie Porn Star? No, I want to. I want to. I want to see that one. It's actually just like a film about him, and I, I guess it's like, yeah, like a documentary, right? It's good, dude. Go pick that up, man. It's definitely very good. And thank you for the phone call. Now I've seen Ron Jeremy. He does about anyone. In his movies, oh, yeah, he don't care. I've seen uh, this big one, this big girl he was with, and uh, he was kind of pushing her out like she was dough, you know, kind of like making a pizza with her. It was hilarious. All right, thank you. No, like like on her back, you uh, know, okay. with hands on the back. Okay, RK, you're in the hideout. You can say that. I can say it all I want. What was up? Uh, I got a she couple a that back. I would not want to see, and I have a couple that I really wouldn't mind seeing. I would not want to see Gary Coleman and Mimi from the Drew Carey show. All right, now you're insane because I would want to see that. That would be so funny to watch those two. It is really creepy, odd, funny. That's a good combination, man. What are those? No, but not, not a couple I wouldn't mind seeing would be uh, those twins from Sister, Sister. You remember that show? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. <laughs> Tia and Tamara Lowry. Yeah, Tia and Tamara, absolutely. Yeah, all right, that's oh, a... I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'll pay. I'll pay big bucks for that. Thank you, RK. Hey, y'all have a good night, man. Oh, Even too. though they were the most annoying twins ever. No, they Olsen good twins. Olsen twins are most annoying. No, no. These girls had a really annoying bit going. I liked their show. They were really oh, cute. A terrible show. They are cute, though. I think I got everybody in the uh, hideout of campus housing hooked on girlfriends, too. No. You love it. I hate it. You love girlfriends. Stop lying to me. I love other people's girlfriends, but not the show. You really are, dude. You're a poon hound. 
Tommy Bateman, no one here in Central Florida knows that yet, but Tommy Bateman's a poonhound. And look out, because he'll be banging you soon. Ew. Not me. Any of us. What? Be- hey, what happened to that Sarah chick? Is she going to come in and analyze? She's supposed to come in Monday. Nice. You, are you still talking to her on the IM? Uh, it's still up. Ask her who uh, she looks like that's famous. I got the pictures. You already I- saw what she looks like. I know, but I want to know who she thinks she looks like. All right, hold on. Yes, I need that. That's very important information. Absolutely. Have you noticed I said that about 12 times today? What? Absolutely. That's yeah, I guess so. That's my new crutch. My old one was obviously, but now I say absolutely all the time. And <clears throat> I got that from chunks. <clears throat> That's just something from being, you know, when you're around your buddies? Yeah. And you pick up their lingo a little bit? You're a grunter now. He's made me into a Neanderthal. I'm half the communicator I was. I was way <clears throat> better before I met chunks. Now it's... <clears throat> Speaking of chunks, Captain Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hello, men. Once again, Captain Orlando fighting for what's right. Wandering the streets of Orlando this evening, and I'm just thinking about my young ward, Chunks. I understand that he is graduating from one of America's fine universities. <laughs> yeah, George Mason University, right. Great, fine institution. And has he uh, studied any superhero tactics at this university? No. He so barely, it took him six and a half years to get a uh, communications degree. No, that's just wrong. He should be studying taser vision. Why? I'm sure that he has taser powers. And, and what with this grunting ability you've now told me of, why Chunks could have the world at his feet. The world at his feet, men. Thank you. Thank you, have Captain. Have a wonderful night. Hey, yeah, and thank you for keeping the uh, streets safe, Captain I'm Orlando. I can, men. If you hear of any danger, let them know Captain Orlando is on the scene. Thank you, sir. Get a hold of Chunks. Can we call Chunks? If the rest of Orlando isn't calling him, if they've stopped, mm-hmm. we accidentally gave out his phone number a couple days ago. That's the problem, giving out his phone number. Then we can't ever get a hold of him. All right, she says she looks like uh, maybe somebody's told her Jennifer Tilly. That's odd for us. Black chick. For a German Spaniard. Uh-huh. You know who Jennifer Tilly is? Yeah. I said it's odd for a black chick. She's not a black chick. I know. It'd be odd if a black chick looked like Jennifer Tilly, that's what I'm saying. It'd be odd if there was a black German Spaniard. <laughs> That'd be even weirder. You proud of Chunks graduating from college? I'm over it. I really am. I mean, it took him so long that I, if he did it in like two years, I'd be like, wow, do you good re- for you. Do you regret not going to college, Dubs? No, because I still got the college experience. Yeah, I, I, goddamn, if I had to do it over again, I don't think I'd have gone. Texas Tech University was such a waste. Yeah, well, I mean, that whole town is a waste. Lubbock? Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I haven't been back since I graduated. Why would you? And I got family out there. I got family out there. But I've refused. I have not been to Lubbock, Texas since May of 1999. And that's where I was born, too. Me and Buddy Holly. You know who Buddy Holly is, don't you? No, never heard of him. Any word from Chunks? Uh, he's not answering, and his mailbox is full. Why is his mailbox full? I talked to him earlier, though. What did he say? He's happy. Was he happy about about he, the whole day? He um, was waiting for some people to give him money, and no one gave him money. <laughs> he didn't get any graduation money that he was counting on to pay bills. No, he was like, "I better get some on Sunday." And the other thing he said to me was, "Damn, there were a lot of hot girls there. Too bad I never talked to them when I went there." When did he turn into Napoleon Dynamite? He's always been that way. 
Except not. There's a lot of sweet girls over at George Mason. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Dubs looks just like Napoleon Dynamite. If Napoleon Dynamite and Jay Z had a kid, they'd be J Dubs. I'm flipping graduating. That's the one impression you can do. Sweet. And so can the rest of America too. I so know. Don't be too proud of yourself. It's the easiest one to do. Yeah, it is. You just kind of close your eyes and <laughs> rock your head a little bit. Yeah, like you were like a little retarded baby. That face a fat girl. Hey, come on! <laughs> what was that? Why is it? It wasn't with, me. What is it with the fat girl stuff? You know I'm sensitive. Got sensitive breasts. Okay, let's take a break. Now you've crossed the line. I almost dumped you. Why? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. This is Megadeth? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's from Bill and Ted Go to Hell soundtrack. I, rem- I remember playing this song. I hate this guy. Who, Dave Mustaine? Yeah. He has a face that looks like a mask. Alright, welcome back into the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Which song is that? Angry Again. Yeah, I think that's the only one that really got a lot of radio run, wasn't it? No, they had uh, that, uh, God, what was that song? Foreclosure uh, of a Dream. No, uh, God, the big one. Hold on. What do you mean, hold on? Hold on! I don't want to hold on. We're doing Sweating a radio. Bullets. Oh, uh, Symphony of Destruction. Yeah. Symphony of Destruction. Play that one real fast. It's the same song. I know. It's a little bit faster. You take a mortal man. <laughs> I thought that's what this last one was. And you put him in control. Alright, that's awful. Watch him become a god! Stop, please. And watch people's heads roll. I don't want to hear you sing. A roll. This is a symphony. A roll. Just like okay, the right. Piper. <laughs> Stop it. Please don't. Like the marionettes. Into the symphony of destruction. Alright. Gayest song in the world. <laughs> you keep saying gay like it's a bad thing. You need a new word or something. I wish I had 99 ways to die in this thing. <laughs> I don't want to hear any Ain't night. ready to see you yet. Between that and you calling me a fat girl all night, I'm pretty pissed at you. Why? And that whole fat girl thing goes back to the fat mother having lazy kids, which is a new study that came out. I wonder if the study also said fat mothers have cankles. Or fat mothers smell like bacon. Why is that? You know, I think you are what you eat, you know, and you kind of end up sweating. You know, when you have the beer sweats, it kind of uh, smells like alcohol. I think it's kind of like that. Fat mothers have short hair. Have you noticed every big mom has short hair? Oh, yeah. And my mom, I ask her, why do you always have your hair short? And she's because I sweat a lot. I'm like, what? Really? It kind of keeps the neck dry? Mm-hmm. That's kind of disgusting. 
Nothing keep, nothing keep my mom's neck dry. How about every fat mother has a fat back? Was that in the study, too? Yeah, I think so. Every fat mother has an unfaithful husband? <laughs> True. Although I will say this about my stepfather. He genuinely loves my mother, and I don't understand it. Really? He loves her. Absolutely loves her. What's odd about uh, this study, it says something that uh, uh, fat mothers don't have. Leftovers. For some reason. But it says they do have a large appetite. I guess it goes hand in hand. The study also says uh, fat mothers have a snack in their purse. And it also says fat mothers have tub girl and lemon party. Okay. I don't know what that is. That's those over 18. I didn't put a .com or .org on there. That lemon party was so disturbing. What, I still is it .net or .org? .org? <laughs> Have you been there yet, number one? Have you seen that one? Which one? Lemonparty.org. You're over 18. You can go see it. I want you to go to lemonparty.org right now. Do a little show prep because you're over 18. Yeah. I want, you to scoot oh. I want you to hold Bateman's hand while you do it. <laughs> he tried to hold Bateman's hand. All right, Bateman will arm bar you. I shouldn't have. I should have let you know. <laughs> what do you do? Do you like it? All right, now he's giving me the devil horns. <laughs> let me see your devil horns. That's pretty funny, isn't it? That's going on the PSP. Ugh. Oh, you brought in your PSP to show us some porn, didn't you? Was that yesterday? Uh, I still have it. Oh, we bring it in real fast? Yeah, sure. Get the porn up on the PSP. Talking about mothers and uh, Danzig. Have you ever uh, noticed that Danzig is like the worst headbanger in the world? Like in his videos and everything. It's just so odd to watch. He's like thrusting his hips while he's doing it. Really? Yeah, it's odd. Alright, this isn't the J Dub's karaoke. No. No thank you. I don't want to see karaoke or hear karaoke with J Dubs. By the way, Bateman, you're asking, thank you for taking me to the airport on Saturday. I'm going back to DC to wrap up a few loose ends. I'll be uh buying furniture that day. Uh I leave at noon. You know that you know that study says fat mothers have uh, lazy kids? It's odd. Fat mothers have hairy kids, it says in here too. <laughs> Is that a dig at me and my ma? No, not at all. And fat mothers have fat girls? Come <laughs> on! Why? I'm looking at uh, intern number one's PSP. All right, make sure there's no audio, or is it just pictures? Damn, dude! All right, make it enlarge it. Oh, my God! I need to see that after you're all done. Right, turn it down. Turn down the volume, because we can't put the volume. Oh, my... Man, they're going to town. Jesus! That's hot. And he's got interracial porn, too, which I love. Wow. I love you don't it. seem like the type. Talking about. Okay, that looks like it hurts. That's like it hurts. All right, this is kind of odd. Wow, man, that's... Okay, that was dirty. They're over there looking at tubgirl.com. No, we're not. Stop it already with that. They're looking at lemon. I party. don't want to look at that. That looks disgusting. Get it away from me. Now he's throwing. Stop. Now the intern is forcing me to look at something I don't want to look at. Get it away from me. No. You're a freak. 
What is it? Tommy, get him out of here. No, I'm not looking at that, dude. Look at it. No, it is awful. Watch it. Are you? Did you really download that for you? Is that your thing? You gotta, what is it? I, I need to see it now. I'm I'm interested. That is disgusting. We're watching porn on the PSP. That's what we do in the hideout. Don't you wish you were here? <laughs> Are you looking at it? Yeah. Isn't that dirty? I, I wish I didn't have a full stomach right now. Because <laughs> it involves that a little bit. Oh, did you no, keep on watching it? I don't want to describe what was going on. Did you see yes. it after? Yes. Okay. Show it to Tommy. Oh, my God. Tommy will go insane. I can't believe you uh, videotaped yourself doing that, number one. <laughs> we should call him number two now. Yeah. After showing us that. God. Wow. Guys are dirty. He looks normal, but I have a feeling he's really weird. No, absolutely, he's a weird kid. All right, show it to Tommy real fast. No, no, I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> He'll hit you. Don't grab me. I will kill you. <laughs> Seriously, don't touch Tommy. He will hurt you now and kill you later. How dirty is that? Is that your dad? Did you keep on watching it? <laughs> he has good breath. <laughs> Take a break and we'll come back. The Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Oh, this is another one I can sing along with. Stop giving him stuff to sing. Once, there was a street who got into an accident and good and got to school, but when he finally came back, his hair had turned from black into bright white. Alright, this is one of those songs anybody could sing. You said yeah. that it was from when the cards smashed his soul. It's so awful. Hard. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That's the dummy. Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Mark, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's up? Jefe, man. You scarred me for life. What happened? Uh, I checked out the, uh, dot org site living party dog org you over 18 yeah i'm over 18 but i'm scarred for life bro i'm <laughs> sorry guys hey i wanted to i wanted the intern to do a little show prep i i had somebody hot i had a hot chick send that to me and i was like oh i wonder what this is and i'm telling you dude i almost threw my computer down when That's he logged on to lemon party dot org stop his hair Turned from black into bright white. He said it was from the old men. Dong. Yum. All right, stop. Yum. <laughs> um, we were talking about like fat moms and people you wouldn't ha- want to see ha- in a sex tape, and this surprised me. According to Allure magazine. National survey dubs. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey has been voted the female most American women want to look like. I wonder why they want to look like Oprah. Is uh, that the kind of woman you think most people would want to look like? No. I would. By the way, we saw the preview for the Angelina Jolie movie mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt last night before um, Revenge of the Sith. She is just gorgeous. 
like she's insanely hot. What does that have to do with Oprah? I think most women would want to look like that. No, I guess they want to look like Oprah. Why? Maybe because I like to shop at Lane Bryant. I don't know. If you look like Oprah, you can shop there. You think they want to look like Oprah because it's a, an attainable goal? Yeah, it's very easy to get that goal. I've I got my lifelong dream. I look like Oprah. I have my lifelong dream. I've been. Work- I always wanted to look like an unfunny black woman. I've Oddly been, enough, in this, uh, in, I don't think she wanted to be funny. No, she always tries to crack jokes. And uh, the funny thing about this, uh, most American people want to look like Oprah. And the reason why I think is because they want to look like an unfunny black woman. In second place, uh, they want to look like Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, come on. So, why are you just attacking black women now? Just unfunny one. Yeah? It's not like you're attacking Wanda Sykes. No, no, because she's funny. She is hilarious. You think they want to uh, look like Oprah because they want to have heart trouble from multiple failed diets? No, like it or not, that's what they're going to get. Maybe they want to look like Oprah because they want to flirt with celebrities that want nothing to do with them sexually. She's <laughs> always flirting with Jamie Foxx or Tom Cruise. Always. But I get... All right, hold on a second. You telling me Oprah says, hey, let's do this? You're not doing it? If I'm Jamie Foxx or Tom Cruise, no, I'm not. Think that brings his value down? What? By the way, the Jamie Foxx show should bring his value down. <laughs> I know. No one holds that against him. Not... Everybody just remembers the Ray. Yep. No one. Remembers- How did he get the Ray role after that show? God. I think most of these women want to look like Oprah because they filled the survey out at 4:15. Makes sense. That's when they're watching her. Why is Oprah always on? It's in syndication, but usually it's always on at four. Now here it's on at eight o'clock too. I think. Yeah, they usually show it twice on every station. Like they'll show it late night. But not eight o'clock in the evening. But they do that here. Do they really? Mm-hmm. I always see the little thing up whenever I'm watching Girlfriends. Bateman, book somebody from Girlfriends. I want to talk to them. They're uh, too, they're too embarrassed to talk about the show. Come on, it's a great show. I don't know uh, what a uh, crack corner are they on now. Why would you say that? Because they're washed up. No, they're not. The show's still on. It is. Yes. Since when? It got renewed. It's on UPN <laughs> Mondays at nine o'clock. What the hell's UPN? All right. Don't even. I don't. Don't. Don't you even. What? I don't even want to hear a joke from either one of you. Uh, that's not you setting up him for a racist joke. I don't want to hear that. Andrew. No. Pay. Stop it. I'm No, stop. <clears throat> and speaking of fat people. What? We were talking about Oprah. Oh, my God. Oh. What? I'm going to send you a uh, a link. I don't want to say it on the air, though. Is it dirty? Well, the name of it is kind of dirty, too. Well, don't send it to me. I don't want it. You want it. No, I don't. If you're a lemonparty.org I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. Now all of a sudden the uh, intern number one has to see it. All right, I don't. I wouldn't say that on the air anyway. Yeah. Could you imagine if they went through these computers and they'd be like, "What the hell are they doing in the hideout?" <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> come on. That one's not ever going out on the air. No. If they link it to another website, then we'll do it. Oh. But. <laughs> Oops. Hmm. This might be on my MySpace account later. <laughs> yeah, I would download that one and put that one up as my pick. 
So dirty. All right, speaking of fat women. Mm-hmm. That's what you said before I got to that website. These, um, apparently there's some, like, politician who insists he's going on a diet for the next month. Kia has to lose 10 pounds. And I was just thinking, are, are there any other political figures? Because if you don't, th- if you think about it, you'll be hard pressed to think about some fat political figures. Because fat guys usually don't get elected. For some reason, people don't trust them. Like Bill Richardson is one that I could think of, the uh, governor of New Mexico. Yeah. And in fact, he should have been the vice presidential candidate over that John Edwards. I don't know. I, I like I, John Edwards. You don't like John. You don't even know anything about him. I know he's a good-looking dude. And he went head-to-head with Cheney in that, uh, Ugh. not that kind of head. On the link you just sent? <laughs> yes. They're the two middle guys. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, who's another one? Like a Ted Kennedy, I guess. Yeah, he, Ted Kennedy definitely should. But he's been losing weight, though. Yeah, but come on. Ted Kennedy will never... Uh, keep on uh, diet. You know he can't. And you know, honestly, and I'm struggling to lose weight and the whole thing. And I'm, you stop. No. But I, some people just aren't meant to be skinny. And I think I'm one of those people. You know, Al Gore is kind of that fat skinny. You know, he's like you. Yeah. He and did, he ballooned up after the uh, 2000. Could you imagine if you lost, if an election was stolen from you the way it was stolen from him? What would you do? I guess grow a beard and get fat. I am. Just yeah, like I, he did. I'd go into hiding and just eat. And isn't he uh, starting up a TV network? Al Gore. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's supposed to rival Fox News, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it, it's been talking about it for about a year and a half, and nothing's happened. I think we should pitch a show. I'd love to. I want to do something TV-wise around here. What do you want to do? Let's do a TV show, you and me. Something on UPN. Probably. Oh, boyfriends. <laughs> I can write an unfunny show. Oh, then it'll be perfect for UPN. Yeah. I love girlfriends. Stop it already. Do you think it's funny? Yes. I hear him laughing, too, at it. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, that was awful. Terrible. That's, it's because you're racist. What? But I'll tell you this. All right, let's do some. Let's come up with a sitcom. We'll do a sitcom that we film with a handy cam called Boyfriends. I say we uh, pitch it to HBO and just follow our weird intern around because he's showing me all these disgusting sites back here. Okay, don't do don't go to those sites on the work computers. Do it. I just look over and go, what the f is that? And he's like, it's this guy who, and I can't even even remotely paraphrase of what it is. All right, honestly, Dubs, out of the two of the interns, which one are you creeped out by the most? Both of them. Me too. Make sure they never get our numbers. <laughs> they can have chunks, but so can the rest of Central Florida. What's that number again? 703-975. Barney Frank needs to trim down? Who's that? Some Matt Albert told me. Barney Frank. How about Al Sharpton? I think he needs to lose a little weight. Can I tell you something? What's that? I voted for Sharpton. In the primaries? Yep. You vote in the primaries? Oh, yeah. I want to have a voice. So so I voted for Sharpton. (laughs) Your vote was well noted. It was. 
I went. I went. I was in Silver Spring, Maryland. And I'm like, mm. let's see. John Edwards. John Kerry. Al Sharpton. How about uh, Dean? I didn't vote for Dean. I would have thrown it down for Dean. That poor guy. Yeah. Absolutely that poor guy. That one scream ruined his career. Now looking at him, though, he seems to get a little crazier and crazier every day. That's what we need. We need crazy. We got crazy now. I know, and I don't, I don't think that's right, and I don't think it'd be right on the other side, on the le- on the left, for a crazy guy to be up there. I do. I'd like to try crazy left, because we've had crazy right for six years. And we're going to have it for the next, what, four or three or however long? Yeah. Hillary in 08, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. All right, then we'll get the crazy back. Yeah, then we'll get the crazy left. And we'll see who does it better. The only reason I wouldn't vote for uh, Hillary yeah. in 08... I don't think it's right to be passing the presidency back and forth between the Bushes and the Clintons. Yeah, it is kind of odd, isn't it? Because it's could eat... almost like uh, like a dictatorship starting. Well, like a oligarchy or whatever. I think that's what they call them. You know, like they have with the kings and the queens mm-hmm. and stuff, where it's let's say Clinton wins in 08. Mm-hmm. but then what if Jeb, then Jeb. Des- then Jeb decides he's going to throw his hat in, and I think Jeb's son too. Who goes to University of Texas? Is supposed, he's supposed to be a he's a Latino, and they say he's he's a Latino. Uh, uh, Jeb Bush, I believe, is married to a Latina. Yep. I'm just gonna take a few votes away from him. No, please. Are you kidding? It's gonna blow it up. What do you think? People listen to us. Cracker Latino, they love that combination. The cracker Latino combination works. Not for me. What are you doing then for the last five years of me? Trying to find a way out. For some reason, I'm shackled to you. By the way, thanks to the new intern, number one. He's a little less creepy than number two because he brought in his PSP, and I'm watching Spider-Man 2 on it right now. Are you really? It's like I'm at a drive-in movie theater. What do you think about this? What's her name, Claire Danes? What about her? Who's the one? Is it Claire Danes or what's her name? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. She's kind of hot except for No. Her. Yes. No, except for she's got those Wolverine teeth. Uh, actually, she looks kind of young. All right, this PSP is insane. It's like I'm holding a television right to my face. No wonder you got porn on this thing. Could you imagine all the different places you could go if you had porn on this thing? That's just like what we were talking about before, the porn on the cell phones. I, I'm telling you this, man. I wouldn't be safe anywhere if I had one of these. Would you just be doing it wherever you wanted to? The locker room. Oh, why would you do it there with all the dudes around? The cubicle. Mowing the lawn. You know, all the places you want to do it, but you just can't. You just don't have the video there. The plane and the bathroom. Can I borrow this for my trip back to D.C.? Come on. No. You get an A. <laughs> no. You fail then. Number two is now my favorite. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio. Stop sending me links, Dobbs. Click on it. <laughs> right Don't. Now, right now? Yeah. All right, I'll click on it before we go to break. You're an idiot, dude. That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. 
Welcome back to the Hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs. 407-916-1041. and Star1041 in his singular wireless phones. Um, Real Radio 104.1. And by the way, J Dubs. Yeah. Uh, now this is leaked over into my MySpace life. And damn you. What as? Josh posted Jefe as a fat girl. <laughs> and that's not cool. And then Tommy Bateman posts, Hefe is the hottest chick out of all of my MySpace friends. Well, that's nice of him. It's true. I hate you all. <laughs> Absolutely hate you all. <laughs> and I wish you were all dead. <clears throat> and by the way, people are complaining to me now. About what? You and your stupid links. Who is? Well, Matt Albert. <laughs> he don't ask for him then. He goes, where are you getting these? They go, listeners. <laughs> and he goes, damn listeners. I'm like, you're one. What are you doing? Oh, what is this one? <laughs> God, dog. Uh, Jesus. I just sent you another one. You sent it to me too? Yeah. I can't handle it anymore. Enjoy it. It's I actually don't... not that bad. Oh, <laughs> you're so evil. Oh, wait, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, you're so evil. Um... Dubs, did you hear that, like, there's always these rumors out and about, like, about Tupac still being alive, and now there's one about Jim Morrison. Yeah, this one struck me as very odd. Odd because they say he's alive and in Oregon. In Oregon? Yeah. Okay, what what exactly are the details? Um, they say he's living on a ranch in Oregon racing horses, and uh, the guy says he has uh, photographs and film vo- uh, footage to prove it, which it could be just some guy who looks a lot like him. And at this age, I don't know how what you'd think you uh, what he would look like now, you know? Who, Morrison? Yeah. Like, I don't know how you could say, hey, this is Jim Morrison. I can prove it. I've got pictures of him. Yeah, because, I mean, it could be an impersonator or someone with the mm-hmm. long hair. Or... Well, yeah, just someone who looks a lot like him. I mean, there's people be... out there. I mean, Mr. Fuji looks a lot like you. It's like what? saying... What? It's like saying Mr. Fuji is uh, El Jefe. It's not. It could just be Val Kilmer in Oregon, vacationing. And I don't know why he'd be hanging out in Oregon. You know, that's where he decided to make his new home. It's supposed he, to be beautiful. He is the coolest rock star in the world. Well, how can he find any place less cool than Oregon to be? All right, first of all, I would have to argue that he's the coolest rock star in the world, but I would understand if you are a rock star. He that... is definitely one of the coolest ever to live. Yeah, I wouldn't think you'd want to go, but maybe that's what you do. You escape to a place like Oregon. Or Delaware, you know? If you want to go to someplace totally not cool... And live out your life. Go to Delaware. You don't know anything about Delaware. I know. I don't want to go there. You know where you could go? Not where? cool place? If you're a rock star and be super cool? Where? Uh, opening night Star Wars. Like us. 
Yeah, I mean, if he was, if he wanted to stay someplace totally not cool, go to opening night of Star Wars in Oregon, and, and you're totally screwed. Oof. How about the National Spelling Bee Convention? <laughs> yeah, that place is pretty not cool. How about a swap meet? What the hell is a swap meet? You know, like uh, one of those really. It's kind of like a uh, flea market. I love swap meet. Do they have flea markets here? Yeah. Where's the nearest one, number two? I got to get to a flea market. The uh, Sanford Flea Market up in Sanford, which is I-4, just five exits up or so, uh-huh. um, is probably like the biggest flea market we have around here, and it has absolutely everything. You know why I love flea market dubs? Why? That's where I used to get all my old uh, like Star Wars figures and G.I. Joes growing up at the Lubbock Flea Market. I love the flea market. Yeah, you could always get some uh, rip-off stuff, too, you know, like some knockoffs. Yeah, and I don't need real stuff. Give me a knockoff. I'm fine with a knockoff. But it is a pretty dorky place to hang out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to see Jim Morrison there. He might if he's in Oregon. You know, he could be hanging out there. He could be, like, at the buffet during brunch. That's a really uncool place to be. With his mamma. By the way, I saw the next picture that somebody's sending around. The next link. Is it the one with the old lady? Yes. <laughs> Doing things to a stripper. That's actually the least disgusting one so far. <laughs> kind of turned me on. I'm not going to lie to you. The funny thing is that that was the most hetero one, and number uh, one went, ugh. <laughs> that's the one he goes, that's disgusting. <laughs> you know another less cool place for, uh, what's his name to be at, Morrison? Where is that? Uh, Lane Bryant Spring Sale. Yeah, that, that's totally not cool. And why is that two Lane Bryant jokes in one? <laughs> Can't get enough of them. Pretty not cool place to hang out is like the filming of the Antique Roadshow. That'd be pretty not cool. What if we did that? What if we did a hideout like our television show is us going to the flea market? I would like it. And us just walking around at the flea market. We need a video camera first. You got one, number one? All right. Your intern duties now spread over to the television side of the hideout. Congratulations. You're director of photography for the hideout. That's your new title. Could you imagine if, like, uh, Jim Morrison is hanging out at, like, uh, Legends of Wrestling autograph signing? Tonka's over there signing autographs for him. <laughs> Tonka. That would be weird. Just awkward. Jim Morrison's over there kind of high walking around getting autographs from uh, Special Delivery Jones. The one place that I people say they're Jim Morrison, but I don't think it really is. What? Uh, 50 and up chat room. Yeah, I can see him there. No. Still pimping. You think you're Jim Morrison. You're, if you are alive today, you're at a 50 or over chat room. Do you think there are, like, 21-year-old chicks who sleep with Jim Morrison? Like, even now, they probably know nothing about his music? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think almost every kid goes through a door stage. You probably didn't. No, I didn't. But, uh, Tommy, did you go through a door stage where you really listened to a lot of their stuff? No, not really. I didn't really get into, like, the quote-unquote classic rock that much. Besides, that was too, like, stonerish for my taste. Hmm. Yeah, you don't do drugs, do you, Tommy? Only if I get in. Oh, that's right. Which I have a bunch with me. Stop. I do. Hand it over. 
No, you have problems when you take it. Yes, I do. What well, happens when you take it, J-Dubs? Well, it drives me out and I get a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. He's so proud. He really is. Man, I'm telling you, right before we got here, guys, Dubs had to carry around a pillow because he had uh, the roids so bad. So bad. Well, it wasn't a pillow. It was like a little kid's uh, uh, floaty, and that's what I sat on. (laughs) And then we made Chunks do one of the most disgusting bits ever. Let's just say that... uh, well, no, I can't even say it's it. Pizza had extra toppings. Yeah, pizza had, pizza crust had extra toppings thanks to J Dubs. And my condition. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. All right, people are yelling at us. I'm not going to any of these pictures. I'm done with this. You gotta do it. No. Go to the war- uh, worm one. I already saw that one. Go again. <laughs> no, I told you I saw it. Let's take a break. Check your email. I'm emailing you something. I need more girls to send me pictures. Me too. Bateman at WTKS.com. El Jefe, WTKS. Time to go to break. (laughs) Well, they're not going to get it for another 16 seconds. Yeah. You can calm down. (laughs) El Jefe. No, time to go to break. El Jefe, WTKS.com. Bateman at WTKS.com. Let's take a break. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Seriously, I'm going to ask you to stop. Those are really dirty, and I feel really (laughs) sick. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That's Dubs. Oh, Real Radio 104.1. Just one more. No, I'm seriously done with you. In fact, I'm going to log off the instant messenger. And you need to focus on the radio show. I am. And you know what the problem is, too? What's that? Because what has happened... Oh, you're, so, you're such an ass. I hate you. I'm going to block you. Why? I'm going to block you. Because you keep sending me dirty pictures. And it's not even like they're hot hot chicks. It's just like creepy, disgusting stuff. Now, let me ask you. How many people do you know that would take pictures of themselves to put on the Internet? Do you know of any dubs that would take pictures of themselves to put on the Internet? I wouldn't. I mean, you know, I do know people who have uh, posted some, some pretty dirty pictures on the Internet. But, um, like, no one, like, personal friends, you know, just people like acquaintances, people who uh, come to the radio station. I've met some of those people with naked pictures on the Internet, but other than that, not really. And I don't know anybody in a right mind that would do it either. Because there are these, there's just this this abundant pictures. I mean, they're just, they're everywhere. Yeah, and like, and pretty soon, everybody's gonna have all these pictures on the internet while they're young, and they're gonna have kids, and their kids are gonna stumble upon a picture of their mom, twenty-one, doing stuff to herself. And that's what I wonder about people who do this kind of stuff. They don't think about later on in life, or even like a lot of these people who say, "All right, I'm gonna get a tattoo, and I don't care about when I get older. I have no regrets," or I'm going to take nudes of myself and my various sexual dysfunctions, and I don't care, whatever. I have no regrets. The tattoos really don't bother me as much as the pictures on the Internet. But what about your legacy? Like you said, your children or your children's children or something. Number one, 
He's on the phone. He's screening phone calls. I mean, do you... Number one seems the kind of, like the kind of guy who's got some nudes, yeah. nudes floating around on the World Wide Web. Or he wouldn't mind doing something and having it on there. You know what's funny, too? And it, it, this boy has never thought about it. But those pictures of chunks that are on RealRadio.fm yeah. are going to get photoshopped and done up, and that kid is going to be on the Internet forever. Yeah, he has no idea, but in the end, he's going to, you know... Same thing with one of our former interns, Sid Kata. Yeah, he had a bunch with marital aids that really were dirty. You know? And like, do you realize, Bateman, you get any nudes online anywhere? Tons, and you can see them all for twenty nine ninety five per month. I forgot you're practically a male model. You can go to myspace back, myspace.com backslash Tommy Bateman for just a preview of what's to come. Is that really what yours is? Yeah. You got me ball back into MySpace now. You're welcome. I know. You yeah. fell off of it for a while I, after you put your uh, picture on there and we made fun of you about it. No, I, I started going hardcore after that. And Tommy then, put up a nude of himself. It's not a nude. On MySpace. It's all nude all dude. That's twenty nine ninety five for that. I can see. I bet you. I bet you Tommy as a side hustle will do a gig where he's like, you just got to lay there. He's just some dude laying there, <laughs> nude. Nakedlayingdude.com. I could see that. And you click there, and there's our producer, Bateman. How much does it pay? And then you got the pictures, like Chunks is taking the pictures. What? You got like his thumb over the lens, like an <laughs> idiot. Big hairy neck. No, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, a lot of people would, you know, say, okay, I, I wouldn't mind having, you know, some tasteful nude pictures of me on the internet if I got paid well. But would you want, like, one of your friends taking the picture, Tommy, if he got paid well? No. Like, would you want Chunks taking no. the pictures? God, no. <laughs> I always said one of those things, like, I wonder if I could be in a porno film. And then I'm like, well, no, because then there's, like, 80 guys on set, like, oh, wait, let me get this lighting shot done. It's like, when you think about doing porn, you just think there's going to be nothing but hot chicks there that, like, oh, you're so hot. We just all want to do you. At least that's my fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, or it's just you and the chick alone. Yeah, or like just like 20 other hot chicks that are all think I'm like the hottest guy ever. You know, and I'm fascinated fascinated with pornography because of the behind-the-scenes stuff we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, Ron Jeremy's porn star movie. Yeah, like, not to get gross, but like how Doves is talking about him banging that fat chick. Like, I don't know how, like... When was I talking about that? You said that Ron Jeremy was banging a oh, fat chick. I thought, I thought you meant me banging a fat chick. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Well, you too, but... Um, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but I don't. I, I think I know where you're going, and I. I, I just don't know, understand that like mind frame, like how you can just how you can how, how you can just uh, focus on the task at hand and not really yeah look at what you're doing. Plus, I would just be embarrassed. <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone to see me go home with a girl like that at a bar or anything. Let alone have it on film. But after you get to a point like Ron Jeremy. I think it kind of loses its luster. And hey, why not? And Ron yeah. Jeremy thinks he's actually acting. That's the thing about Ron Jeremy. He believes he's an actor. And I think he really could be. I think he's smart enough and he could uh he's definitely funny enough. He's just ugly. Yeah. That's really his problem. But there's a lot of ugly roles out there. He could he could have been uh the lead guy in uh NYPD Blue. No problem. I would have liked to have seen him as Larry on uh Three's Company Jack's friend. <laughs> That's so funny.
I can see that. That would be a good. That would be a good casting. Him and John Tripper always hanging out down at the. Uh, yeah, instead of that bar, Jack would be tripping over something else instead of the ottoman. Right. That's so funny. Sorry, Larry. Um, he could have been um in all the roles that that Paul Giamatti guy's been in. Like he could have been in Sideways. He could have been yeah. pig vomit. I would have loved to see him be pig vomit. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, Stern, well, look at this. And then he just pulls out his Peter. He could have been Dorothy on Golden Girls. Be author's hot. I don't think that would have changed it. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout. Hey, Dubs. Hey, uh, El Hanch. Um, Come on. Anyways, whatever, get over it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, look, you were talking about people taking pictures of, on the Internet of themselves. Yeah. And, well... I kind of got the story of me and my friend one day decided to uh, sucker this kid into uh, taking a picture of himself. And, well, it wasn't actually me. I found the... See, look, we had to tell him that we were this girl, blah, 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 get him to take pictures of himself. I had to go on the Internet, find pictures of some random hot girl on some porn website, and he thought they were real. Anyways, the moral of the story is we printed the pictures out, put them all over the walls in the high school, and that was that. And that was of, the, of your buddy? Yeah, well, not our buddy, but just an acquaintance. All right, see, so you're an ass. That's not cool. You don't do that to you. Oh. All right, Dobbs, you're blocked. Why? Congratulations, you just got yourself blocked. No. Grandma was hot. No. Dubs is blocked. I just blocked you. Oh, you just missed the best one, then. Amputee. All right, you know what? I'm going to unblock you. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, this guy's unblocked. Congratulations, you're back in. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're, oh. you're back in the loop. She's actually kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll wrap this show up. Very laid back hideout tonight. We're having fun tonight. After last night, it was too insane for me. Yeah. You kind of need to take one of these nights where you just kind of calm it down, have fun. You look at an internet porn while doing a radio show. And she is kind of hot, and I don't think that's real. It's definitely real. Actually, you know, not. I recognize her. Who is it? I think her name's Sophia Ferrari. Really? Yes. All right, Dubs, you've been had. Matt Albert says that Ron Jeremy could have been Super Mario. <laughs> That's true. I heard that Ron Jeremy, he likes to talk to radio shows. Would you want to talk to him, Dubs? Yeah, we could do an interview with him. Booyah, it'd be great. Stop. Side out for radio one four point one. Photograph picture of The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on this Thursday evening. Tomorrow night, open door policy. Friday night in the Hideout starts at 9 o'clock. Bring your own headphones. That's the new rule for open door policy. There's such a shortage around here as it is. So bring your own headphones. But you can come sit in on the radio show from 9 until 11 right here in the Hideout. So come on up. Feel free to bring food. Women. We need more. You know, I noticed this about the show, J-Dubs, but our show. It's a meat market? No. So many women 
seem, really seem to be digging the show here in Central Florida. Yeah, they listen, but they don't come up for our uh, open door policy on Friday. Do you blame them? No. Would you? Uh, but be... they could come here and see some of these uh, links I'm passing around to you on the internet. All right, Bateman was asking me, how does he find these links and talk? <laughs> he doesn't talk. I don't talk. That's when this the, is going on... That's the point. Dubs has been noticeably absent. <laughs> the last 30 minutes. And that's why on Monday... Oh, come on, guys. All right, I'm done with you. I'm seriously How done many with times you. are you going to say that tonight? I can't stop, though. Um, that's why on Monday, Dubs moves into the studio with me. Yes, I do. And Bateman moves into there. Chunks will man the talk and roll controls. <laughs> and number one and number two will be on the phones. So I'm going to lose all internet privileges during the show? Absolutely. Number one saying, please don't leave. Don't leave me alone with chunks. I please. did not say that. You're already smarter than him, so why yeah. do we care? Don't worry about it. You're basically in charge back there, number one, so don't you worry about it. Where'd number two go? I think she went to get something to eat. Some celery or something back there. Cool. Fair enough. We run a very loose ship here in the hideout. Eh, go home. Whatever. Um, so Dubs, coming up tomorrow night, open door policy. And didn't we say we are going to get your mom on the show tomorrow? Why were we going to get her on tomorrow? I thought we had something worked out for your mom tomorrow. <laughs> what? No. I, I would remember gonna, something like that. I thought we were going to ask her about tanning twice a day. <laughs> oh, I know, I heard, uh, I heard Shannon Burke show talking about this this afternoon. And, uh, apparently Goldie Hawn is down with letting uh, Kurt Russell bang other chicks. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, she's come to realize that you can't stop infidelity. Well, I mean, it's really good for Kurt Russell, but it's even better for Goldie Hawn, because no one wants to bang Snake from uh, Escape from New York. You know? Escape from New York is one of those movies... So bad is good. Well, no, I can't sit through it. It's one of those movies that I always said I want to watch it because it seems like an interesting concept, but I can't. I can't make it all the way. I'll sit down to watch Escape from New York, and I can't make it all the way through. I may go rent a movie tonight. What movie are you thinking about? I don't know. Recommend something. All right, Um, that's the worst. Which one? This last one you sent me. (laughs) The one that starts loading as a hot chick? Yes. And then... Totally changes on you. Um, you got a movie for me to go rent? Hmm, let me think. There's a, You know what you need to find? It's called Bully. I don't know if anybody else right here has seen Bully. I saw parts of it. I Is that it the one with Tom down. Arnold? No. <laughs> That's a big bully. Tom Arnold and uh, Rick Moranis. Dream Team. No, Bully has uh, Bijou Phillips and Macaulay Culkin's ex-wife in it. I uh, yeah. can't remember her name right now. Yeah, but you got to see it. It's one of the sickest but funny, odd uh, movies about uh, trying to kill your best friend. Really? Yeah. It's by the, the same guy that did Kids. Oh, is it? I didn't even know that. Yeah. What would you recommend, number two? You got a good movie that maybe you think? Because you know everything about music. What do you know about movies? I know nothing <laughs> about movies. There, you don't have a favorite movie? You think, hey, you should go rent this? Um, Titanic. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't. I don't watch movies. Um, no. I don't. I don't. I have. When I went to see Star Wars last night, that was the first time I'd gone and seen a movie in about twelve months. Almost. Yeah. yeah just about a year. Yeah. I've, I haven't been in the movies in a long time either. But I need something good to rent. 
Right, what about you, number one? I think number one may have some ideas of some good movies. Although, after <laughs> what he showed me on his PSP, I'm a little, little wondering. It's fun. Tony, you're in the hideout. What should I rant, man? I got I got a random movie recommendation for you since you were asking. Orgasmo. Ooh, I, I hear great things about you've Orgasmo. Ne- you've never seen Orgasmo? No. Oh, Orgasmo. Yeah, you got to definitely go. And I think Classic. I, Laugh your balls off. I right, think the uh, the uh, anniversary uh, edition of it just came out. So Okay, Orgasmo. Tommy, remember that. I want to see Orgasmo. It's with Che Parker, right? Yeah, yeah, they uh, they wrote and directed that one. About a, a Mormon guy that becomes a porn star? Yeah. These guys are great. By the way, um, one of the things that I have to do in D.C. Mm-hmm. is to get together with some friends. And so this friend of a friend of mine is engaged to the guy who is the inspiration for Kyle on South Park. Oh, really? He grew up with Matt and Trey. And I don't know if it's Kyle, but it's one of the characters. But this kid is the inspiration from one of the cartoon characters. God, maybe it's Kenny? No, not Kenny, because Kenny's the one who always dies, right? Yeah. I think it's Kyle. Kyle or Stan. Yeah. But, uh, and I kind of feel dorky because that's like that's all I'm going to ask him about. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm sure he gets it all the time, so don't worry about it. Hey, dude, can I get Trey's number? I'd love to interview him. Now, you're going to rent uh, all of our favorite movies tonight. You're going to rent Bully. You're going to rent Orgasmo. And you're going to rent Titanic. Number two's that favorite. number two's favorite. Remember, don't let go. Did you cry? No. I did. Did you really? Yeah. I did go see it twice, though. Oh, come on now. I saw it like three or four times. I just really, honestly, I lo- I, I thought it was great when the when it starts breaking apart. It was really cool. I mean, it was a good movie when he went and saw it in the theaters, but if you tried to watch it after that when it came on video or something, that is good. it lost it. You know, it lost everything good about it. What about uh, Kate Winslet? I saw her in Finding Neverland. I was she in Finding Neverland, too? Yeah. I know she was in uh, Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. She looked great in that. Yeah, she was hot in that, but just because she was crazy. I love a crazy chick. What is this, the Don't. Titanic remix? Why does this happen at the end of every night? Brandon, you're in the hideout. Last call, what's up? What's going on, man? What do you got for me? Orgasmo is a great movie. The guy who said he loved or cried to Titanic is a fag. No, it was Hefe? No, it was not. And uh, you need to check out Gummo from the producer for kids. Yeah, Gummo is another one from kids. I didn't know Bully was from kids, but I knew uh, Gummo was. What's Gummo about? It's about, like, a little... uh, What is it about? I saw it, and I didn't really understand it, just like kids. I thought it was, like, um, this grandmother, and she doesn't have any teeth, that she's low on money. No, that's Gummer. Oh. Damn it. I was say, did we see a still frame from that earlier in the night? I think we did. How about I just take home the PS2, PSP, and watch, um... Mud? <laughs> no. <laughs> we saw that's on here, apparently. Superman or Spider-Man 2. Did you ever watch Spider-Man just think, man, I wish I was Spider-Man? Never seen either Spider-Man. What? Refuse. Heard it's terrible. No. Spider-Man's great. It really is. I think it's the best out of all the comic book movies. 
in the You're history insane. in the history of comic book movies. Maybe X Men the first one. That was a great one. How about Spawn? Spawn sucked. I liked Spawn. I'm a big fan of Leguizamo too, but Spawn blew. I went and saw that one in the theaters. I wish I was Spider Man. I don't want to see him spandex, man. If you're Spider-Man the same size, it'd be hell. Everybody would be begging you just to let the crook steal uh, steal their purse. Get away. That's what I look like in my Under Armour. You look like a larva. Why, man? Why you got to be so mean tonight? I, mean, I notice when Chunks isn't here, all of a sudden it's time to pick on me. Well, you got one more day of it, man. God damn. I want Chunks to be on the phone all night tomorrow night. All right, fine. Well, uh, by the way, thank you again to our buddies at the Orlando Ale House for hooking some brothers up. Brian and Chummer, the wings, the nachos, the zingers, which I could not get enough of. Oh, the ice cream cake's still back there. Oh, that's melted. <laughs> no, I thought they put they didn't put it in the fridge. They better put it. I thought they put it in the freezer. In the oh, fridge. nice. Hey, and we're having ice cream cake. Party uh, at the fourth floor of the Clear Channel Compound. Good job. What? Good job, number two, number one, Tommy Bateman. Dubs, you are off tonight. Epic. We'll <laughs> see you guys tomorrow. Well, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, middays. Phillips, fall in the afternoon. And send me your nudie pics. l wtkscom I'll be back at 7. Friday night, open door policy from 9 to 11. Bring your own headphones. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Hey, yo. my tongue, and I can feel it going down. When it starts getting hot, it's hot. I got big food. I hate vagina. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. Oh, oh, there it goes. Oh, my mom is going to die. Oh, 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 I got a problem with N people. I be smacking my hoes. Ah, Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.